Can Newcastle make Europe? Gary O'Neill remains unbeaten and more struggles for Liverpool. Evening, Tate. How are we, Jack? You all good? Yep, all good. Welcome back. Here's episode 13. Who would have thought it? 13 episodes come around quick. Yes, yeah, flown by, <laughs> isn't it? I was actually saying to my dad earlier on, that, like, we're here now, it's pitch black outside, it's cold, and we started this, and I was topless, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're now, I'm freezing, but, We're yeah. topless, 10 yards away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what was going on. Mic weren't plugged in. Yeah, and now we're here, 13, so, yeah, how are you doing? Had a good weekend, I think? A very good weekend, yeah. Um... Yeah, good Saturday and then yeah, and um, Sunday trip down the Emirates. Yeah, can't complain the result. I'm sure we'll get on to that. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Very good result um, for the Gooners. Yeah, lovely. Another good weekend of um, football. And before we dive into all that, we'll start off with a trivia. Um, as the title says, record-breaking Ronaldo. Mm. So the question is about CR seven hundred. As you would have seen, Ronaldo scored his seventh hundredth league goal at the weekend. But which team has he scored the most goals against? Oh, against. Mm. Okay. In general, I yeah. Assume. So seven hundred like club goal, yes. Yeah. So okay. Which which clubs he scored the most goals against? All right. And that's obviously that's a caveat. It's it could be for against different. Yeah, yeah it's it not be any league. not because he's in the pr- yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Any um any team. No problem. Any team he's played for. Right. Let's dive into the action then. And shall we start with the Saturday games and. Up the tune? Yep. The mighty Newcastle. We'll start thumped, with the tune. Thump Brentford, didn't they? Back-to-back thumpings they've had. Mm. Um, or back-to-back big wins for Newcastle. It was Newcastle's biggest home Premier League win since um, 2016. Yeah, 5-1. It's good. I mean, Brentford, they mean they... I saw someone said that they had six goal involvements today, but lost 5-1. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it probably is right. They, they were awful. I mean, they gifted two goals away to them. Oh. Um, and Bruno... Three of you include the own goal. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. What I'm saying, yeah, they they were they were very poor, very poor day for them. But yeah, I'm not going to attempt his surname. But Bruno was very good, wasn't he? Two yeah, goals. Grameras. Yeah, Grameras. Um, before we get on to that though, Newcastle's biggest home win since 2016. Do you know who their last yes. time they beat? And they won five one. I think I was there. <laughs> the only time I've been to Newcastle, and the only time I'll ever go to Newcastle, <laughs> and it was the last game of the season. Spurs. I'm pretty sure. Was it the year we thought we could win the league, but we obviously yeah, ended up being Leicester, no, yeah. Leicester's year and being nowhere near it? And Arsenal won that day and finished above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a poor day. And Townsend scored, I think. Townsend scored, and I think Sissoko he was might have got a hat trick or or uh, <laughs> Wijnaldum got a hat trick. He was definitely playing. I think he played right midfield um, for them. But yeah, no, actually, funny enough, I remember that day quite well mm. and the weekend. But yeah, what a shocker! Typical Spurs, but yeah, five-one yeah. Newcastle. Should have, should have, very, very happy. Yeah, like I said, they absolutely gifted two goals away. Raya in the defence would have an absolute stinker. Playing out from yeah. the back, getting caught twice. Um, I think it was the second goal and Almiron's goal. Oh, my God. just It's just hor- horrific. Mm. Just, like, yeah, there's no excuse for it. No excuse. You train all week and then you just do... You just do have an absolute and horror you, shot yeah, at the back. We, I've, we spoke about it before, but... Like I've said it many times, but your goalies are not... They're not football players. They're goalies for a reason. They're brilliant in goal. They're brilliant at... Making saves, coming and collecting a ball, being big and strong—they're not—they're not there—not there to 
get the ball and play it from the back and give it to your centre. Oh, yes, it all looks pretty and everyone likes. Oh, we love to, we love playing and talking about that that great football. But sometimes Brentford, they're one 0 down, two 0 down already. Mm. Just lump the ball long, like get up the pitch, just start again. This is so frustrating. I mean, especially like you mentioned there, especially when you're Brentford, like if you're Man City and you're passing yeah. to John Stones or Diaz totally or Laporte of your man, if you're Man yeah. City or your Liverpool Van Dijk, yeah, Tottenham. When they've got good quality, but when you're passing yeah. to Ethan Pinnock and yeah. what's his name? Who's the the big tall uh, Swedish guy or Nor- Norway guy, uh, Danish guy? Yes, yeah, Pontus Janssen, yeah, Pontus Janssen, and yeah, they just yeah, uh, you just think like even the, whoever it's come from, the manager or the players, like you're losing the game. You're it's in a tough tough stadium at Newcastle, t- a really good team at the minute. Just right, we're losing. Let's let's get back in the game. We're just going to go direct and we're going to play from there instead of pissing around mm. with basically at the back. It's just oh, it's so annoying. It's so Brentford's heaviest ever Premier League defeat it was. Yeah, I saw that. I think they lost 4-1 last year, wasn't it, in their first season? Mm. And, yeah, 5-1 at the weekend, so... And it's the first time Newcastle have scored four-plus goals in in consecutive Premier League matches um, for the first time since September 2001. Mm. So, what's that, 19 years ago? Yeah. When they were actually part pretty decent team pretty then. Side. Um, and they're slowly getting into this season. They started off... They start. They're... Well, Overall, they've done all right, but they started off with a win, and then they had a, I think they had a lot five, five, five draws. draws. Yeah. They've had a lot of draws, and they've only lost once, which against Liverpool away. And yes, Liverpool yeah. were up and down, and don't know what's going on with them. But and on Vart- paper, you'd say Liverpool away. That's 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 okay. Like we'll lose that with Newcastle. We'll accept that. So no, they've started pretty well. Yeah, in that game, I think well. they went one nil up, and yeah. then they went two nil up. Yeah, they looked that was good. one of the games they went two nil up, but lost two one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, because of because of far. Yeah, they they've started they've started very well. Started really well. And yeah, I just think they're. Maybe they're sl- sort of slowly finding their feet and figuring out what's good and what's working for them. And and Brentford got a big old slap in. And, yeah. And yeah, received the the full force of Eddie Howe. I mean, as the intro said, can Newcastle make Europe? I said it. I think I've mentioned it in our first one that they're sort. Of, I think they were big outsiders. Was that one of your shouts for the season? Top, was it? I said top six. Something like, like think, that. Yeah, they like, yeah they, they've got they've got the financial backing. Yes, they haven't gone outrageous and spent. Tens of millions on a hundred millions on top top players, but if they want to, they can go and do that. And mm. yeah, anyhow, last season towards the end, sort of improved them quite dramatically, and they got some good players. I just yeah, I thought them they might sneak in there, and yeah, the minute they're they're right up there, aren't they? So yeah, because the minute they sit in sixth, I'm beating them five with only one loss this season, like I said against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, they haven't gone out and done a a Man City or when they've just went and no. bought a Robinho or a yeah. superstar like that. They've done it quite. Slowly, quite they got carefully. Players, though. Got Trippier, got Pope in goal. Goal mm. now, like Saint Maximin going forward. The Bruno in the middle is improving all the time. So they've got some good players without even, like mm. saying, going out and splashing the cash. So I think a very underrated player is um, Dan Byrne as well. Yeah, and there's, a, there's been a, a shout of now all of a sudden him for England. So you never, you never know what could happen. I'd, I'd rather him than Mings, like we're oh, talking about. Yeah, Mings yeah, or left, even Cody. He's left footed. Yeah. yeah, a left-sided centre half. He's our, got to be our best option as. As an English player, hmm. yes, you can play right foot players there, and we pr- he probably won't go. But as a left footed centre back, he's got to be the best English left footed centre back we've got. He plays in the two, as yeah, well. Exactly. Like he plays yeah, in the two yeah, week yeah. in and week yeah. out. Like he yeah. can, he yeah, can he do a decent. job there. Yeah. Um, we'll go back to signings. I think that Trippier was their mate was their first marquee mm. signing. I think he's really set the tone for what that club is going to go yeah. forward. He's a professional, um, a top, a top experienced player, footballer as well. Yeah, had a good career. He yeah. came from just winning the. Um, La Liga at Atletico. Yeah. Like, so they haven't gone out and done a, a silly Rubinho signing. Yeah. or Every supplier they've seemed to have signed is 
I say it sounds silly, but he's an Eddie Howe signing. Yeah, they're just they're they're better than what they had, but they're a lot better than teams around them. So like so yeah. Villa and West Ham and those sort of sides that are similar in recent years, but. Yeah, they've just gotten they've improved slightly and they took I know they took Chris Wood at the start and he's he's a pretty average player, but <laughs> at the time he was he was rival to them. Burnley were a, a similar side, so they took their best player from, from that side and weakened them and improved improved Newcastle and they're yeah, I think they're going about it if you can the right way. They're slowly, mm. little by little improving and I think the their ultimate aim is to challenge Champions League and win the league, but yeah, I think what they're doing at the minute is working quite well. Yeah, because like I said uh, Eddie Howe has now won 16 of his last 36 games in charge of Newcastle. Yeah. Um, but I think his most like impressive thing since he's been there is how he's improved the players that were already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. someone like yeah, so good. That's Almiron. Good very good point. Yeah. Absolutely reborn mm. this season. And Joe Linton. Yeah, Joe Linton yeah, came exactly. and was under Steve Bruce. Everyone thought who was this? Donkey? Was a number nine, weren't he? Yeah, he was awful. He scored his first goal was in Spurs, but he's an absolute donkey. But now, yeah, he's a diff- totally different player. Totally I think I said man. at the beginning of the season a big, the first pod about Joe Linton I was like hmm, maybe I'll take him at Arsenal the performances he yeah. put in at the back end of last year yeah. he looks strange player Yeah. but Almiron for example has scored four goals in his last nine games this season and previously he'd, be- he'd netted nine in his last 110 Premier League games mm-hmm. so he's already equally he's doubled, yeah. he's doubled his Newcastle tally yeah. in literally and if Steve yeah. Bruce was still there he'd be like right I need to get rid of Almiron I need to get rid of Joe Linton and all these players but yeah, they've they've changed manager and he's he's turned things or is turning things around and these players like you're saying are are slowly showing that they're actually are half decent players. Like, so speaking of Steve Bruce, <laughs> um, the um, takeover was on the seventh of October two thousand and twenty-one. So just over a year ago mm. it was. Um, Steve Bruce obviously the manager at the time. Fourteen days later, he was sacked. Um, that's what they they needed to get rid of yeah, him straight away. Straight They're going nowhere. Yeah. Whoever work. whoever took took him over took over Newcastle had to Steve yeah. Bruce had to go. And ironically enough, um, Eddie Howe wasn't the first choice. Mm. It was um, do you remember? It, yeah, it was, it was Unai Emery. Yeah, it was, mate, it was, Dra- it was yeah. my mate, yeah. my mate Dracula. And at that at that moment, if you were Newcastle, you probably think fair enough. Like on record and his European record is is hard. He was pretty poor at Arsenal, but and you dislike him a lot, but. On paper, you think, yeah, that's an improvement on Steve Bruce, and mm. maybe they're fortunate they didn't get him in the end and end up ready how. The thing with Emery, I think, though, um, if he had taken over back in, was it just just January? Was it no? It was maybe end of November when he took yeah, over. Yeah, like, sort of this time last year. Um, I think he would have gone straight for the Liga players, bigger name European players, yeah. maybe I don't know, like Europa League standing out in Spain yeah. or Italy. He wouldn't have gone for the tried and trusted Premier mm. League ones like. Um, How's all most like how went for you? Your Trippiers, like you said, your Woods, yeah. your Dan Burns. Yeah, even Nick Pope, yeah, even Nick Pope yeah. for example, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah. Emery would have probably thought, right, I've got this money in the world, I've got to now they want success, right, I need to go and get the best players I can. Mm. But Eddie Howe has hasn't gone with that, that sort of route and yeah, it's, it's slowly paying off, I think. And yeah, I've just got here that Newcastle got the best defence in the league alongside City, conceded only nine goals. But yeah. Um well City and Brighton I think um and Newcastle will concede nine goals, so they're obviously solid defensively, right? They need to they need to figure out how to score more. But at the weekend, they they found that that method. So mm. yeah, I think now Newcastle away, it was getting that way towards the end of last season. Obviously, Arsenal was a prime example of that. But yeah, I just think now you think, oh bloody hell, Newcastle away, that's a tough game now. And, and at home now, you, that's Newcastle is a is a tough fixture. Yeah. You got a a massive footballing city that absolutely adore that club. Um, slowly but surely, they're 
they're getting back to what they were like sort of late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a a really really tough tough fixture. I mean, going back um, twelve months, see how much they've grown. Um, shortly after Bruce was sacked, he signed an eighteen month contract with West mm. Brom, who at the time was sixth in the um, championship, and he left his role eight months later, which was earlier this week. Yeah. With the team in 22nd in the oh. division. It's their lowest league position they've had in more than 20 years. Oh. I've seen some things of Steve Bruce, but he's just a dinosaur anyway. But He's just he's one of the old boys yeah. that just... He had his now moment. He's had his moment. Go to Barbados, mate. Yeah. Go to Benidorm. Yeah, get, get, your, no, get your nice pink belly. Yeah, yeah. take your son with you. Yeah. You've done your... Yeah, like, yeah just... Put your feet up, boys. Of the, of the fans like, getting onto him when they get on the bus and all that. It's just... You'd, you'd, like you said, you, uh, you have worked at a top level for almost seems like your lifetime. You... You've done your bit, just, yeah, it's time to move on. So there's a, I can't remember the exact stat about Steve Bruce, but ever since his debut, whenever that was back in like the, 18, right in the yeah, 1800s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, they did play for United. His so. playing debut, like his actual first team debut, yeah. he's been involved in a league every single year since. Bloody Not yeah. even, even when he retired, because he retired yeah, as caretaker yeah. or, or, or like yeah. a... Um, player assistant yeah. and went straight into them being a the manager and then just had yeah. a job every single year it's time. It's, and like Warnock he's he's done it recently he, yeah. he came to a point was like right this is enough now and Steve Bruce at that point I think I think Warnock got the idea for that podcast after I emailed yeah. him yeah. <laughs> he yeah, never so responded back to me I had to come yeah. on the invite and then he all had, those that listen to us don't go and listen to Warnock he, he's got nothing good to say <laughs> <laughs> but Newcastle they're, um, their last trophy was 1955 FA Cup well I looked, did a bit of research, and Newcastle fans listening, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't accounted for your, your, your no, your championship A that didn't count, and the European Cups they've won, the Intertotos and the yeah. whatever the other ones they've won that they doesn't count. If it's not the if it's not the UEFA League, UEFA League, the UEFA Cup, or the Europa League, or yeah, I'm League not or counting it. Yeah. But 1955 last FA Cup, um, yeah, they, they need to win something, don't they? Oh uh, yeah. Like, I don't... They but do. then it's hard. I mean, but then every team needs to win just, something. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, you could argue that all teams we all want to win something. Loads of people are oh, Tottenham to win something. Newcastle, Everton, like all these sort of big uh, established clubs. But yeah, I was quite surprised at that. The the Newcastle lack of trophies. I'd, well, the yeah. way they go on, blood deal. You'd think yeah. they'd won something every other year. Well, but like your mates down the road as well. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we got to them. Um, <laughs> No, but it's like you. What we said off air earlier, in our lifetime, yeah, exactly. following football, they yeah. haven't been this big club. No. Before our time, like you said, in the early nineties, mm. they were this entertaining brand of yeah. Kevin Keegan football that finished second, yeah. third. I think the year I was born was their their best season. I think they were second or third. Yeah, when they when they yeah. when they had the good team, the exciting team that should have yeah. won the should have won a Premier League at some stage. Yeah. But since we've been. Around following football, they've been relegated we, twice, three yeah, times. When they've been, the, they've li- I think the highest they've finished in okay my lifetime, but they were finished fifth. I was too young, but like recent times, I think like whatever. They've, they've fit, I think they finished sixth or fifth yeah. one. You know the old Denver oh, Bar, Pardew, it, true, yeah, yeah. Pardew, yeah. That was an ultimate streets one. Yeah, that. yeah, Pardew, yeah, that is Ben Arthur, yeah, true. Cisse, oh, Czech Giotte, rest in peace, soul. Yeah, they were Colacini at the Colacini, back. um yeah. it was that bold, bold winger they had. Overton. Overton. Gary Overton. Um, United, yeah. They had some other ballers as well. I remember who was pretty decent. Um, they still had Phil. Was it Phil Drummond? Phil. 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 The left back. They're still 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 there now. Drummond. Drummond. Oh, Paul Drummond. Paul Drummond. Paul yeah. Drummond. Paul, Paul Drummond. Drummond. Yeah, that's Paul the Drummond. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Danny Simpson, right back. <laughs> and yeah. the goalie was. 
weren't given back then, was no, it? It was, Steve, oh, was it Team Cruel. Team Cruel, yeah, yeah. Was it Steve Harper as well? Steve Harper, yeah. That is loads. We can go on. But all I'm saying is that, yeah, Newcastle in our recent lifetime and from memory, they were, they're pretty average. Like, mm. mid-table, sort of 10 to 12, getting relegated every other, like, every sort of few seasons. They're just, yeah, pretty poor side. But, yeah, I think, I think now, modern day, the, the best way is, or the most probably the easiest and quickest way is to get a massive massive investment and that's what Newcastle got now so yeah, I think they're slowly get there yeah they obviously the Saudi consortium bought them for 300 million pound last year um, but back in 2015 they're the 17th highest revenue producing club in the world generating 169 million euros so there's obviously a, they they're, a, they're, they're a big club yeah and or by that status it says the 17th highest biggest club in the yeah. world in terms of revenue produced because yeah, yeah. they've got they got massive what's it 55 52,000 yeah, yeah. stadium they are world world known aren't they the, yeah people mm. are all over the place a sleeping giant like is it gets thrown yeah. around a lot with leads yeah. and like that and things like that but there's potential there unfortunately for probably clubs like Arsenal and Spurs yeah. that can't compete with when when they do become this juggernaut yeah we we yeah they they'll they'll leap leapfrog us into top 3 top 4 side mm. so Yes, it's difficult, but yeah, good result for Newcastle, five-one, and I think yeah they're on the up. Yeah, so um, well, moving on from them, should we move on to the um? Yeah, we're going to the the big game of the weekend, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah, the, the main game at the weekend, the game at the Emirates, Arsenal versus Liverpool. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's my back at the Emirates again, cracking atmosphere. Is that another home? Have you played what nine at home, or it feels like oh, feels like every game? <laughs> Feels like every game's been at home. Every every win is at home. <laughs> Nine games, I think four, five, I think five have been at home. Yeah, you've yeah, I don't know. Have you ever lost one and that was away at what the worst team in the league? Or? United. Wow, <laughs> don't give me. I still, it hurts me just to talk about that game. But that game brings a point. What I'm going to bring up now, obviously Arsenal scored within I think it was 58 seconds. Mm-hmm. Martinelli set us way on our way. But that goes back to the old traffic. If we go one up in that game and that doesn't and that goal he scores doesn't get disallowed and I'm harping on it again, that result is completely different. But moving on. Um what a start. The yes. atmosphere was was electric going into the game and then after fifty eight seconds the score against Liverpool, um our place was going absolutely Abbas, nuts. Yeah, booting right off. And Where it was, was you, un- you, unbelievable. What end you? You uh, were the, the other the other end, yeah. Opposite end to that goal. Yeah, I was the one that the penalty is behind. Yeah. Um but no, just I went absolutely nuts after 58 seconds. Yeah. Um, great goal, and then once the goal goes in, it's just going back to the old VAR check. Like, what, he what didn't even check it. Though. I mean, I was, so I don't, it, it, I mean, it can't have been offside. But well, from what you saw on telly, you saw like a flash, in, like freeze frame of the offside, and then suddenly they were playing football again, which is like absolutely fine if it's the right decision. But what we're used to, or what we've become used to, is seeing it. All the lines come out, all the talk, all all the time mm. wasting, blah blah. And then it comes to a decision, but then it seemed like that one. Oh no, Saka's fine. So it's just yeah. I read some because when we were watching it live in the game, obviously they, when you're in the ground, they show you absolutely yeah, nothing you what's, know what's going, going on. on yeah. Martinelli, were like he literally ran off the back of Trent. There's no way he can be offside. And then it says checking offside, Saka. I'm like Saka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when did he? When was he yeah. offside? But then what I seen the replay since I've been back and reading an article today. Apparently, the reason they didn't put any lines in there because there wasn't a camera angle available <laughs> that. That, that, showed had, that, had that, that showed Ben White passing the ball to Saka. Oh, my God. So, that's why they couldn't draw any lines. Because apparently, there's an oh. article going around. It was at Anfield News. So, um, what were we watching then on telly? The 
but that just wasn't a real, well, no, a real that, image. Like, it was an image, but they, they have uh, not had a camera angle to show because uh, obviously that would. I'm trying to just trying to show it to Jack in the, in paper, but it, we were, yeah. they were playing it that way, and there was no camera angle of it. Like, Dif- horizontally, it was different angles to look at it almost. But to me, I don't, I'll say it yeah, because you're Spurs. But to me, it looked like Zach's leg was hanging out, and he looked offside. I know he probably wasn't whatever, but it just seemed it seemed such a quick decision to make at such a important moment that mm. I tell you it didn't seem to get the Emirates no well <laughs> on TV literally yeah. scored celebrated and then there was obviously a bit of delay and then saw the flash like the, the freeze frame and suddenly it was a goal and it just seemed typical like oh here we go like Arsenal mm. I know, like, like you said a minute it's just oh mate it was nuts we just yeah. couldn't believe what we were seeing yeah and it was brilliant like brilliant goal like yeah you can't take him away for it but the offside again it's just another refereeing mishap that will yeah there's Another I, mean, I don't know how true that article is. Like it was from yeah. the Liverpool press yeah. that released yeah, it. Like I'm taking a pinch of salt, yeah. but it seemed it did seem weird to me that there was no lines drawn against Saka's leg. Like yeah. why would that not happen? But on that, so you scored what within a minute, or it says a minute, whatever mm. it was. So you, out of your six games out of nine this season, you scored inside the 20 minutes and live um, Leicester at home. You scored in the 23rd minute. So I'll sort of I'll count that as well. And you count the Man United goal as well. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> but six out of nine, you've scored within twenty minutes, and out of those six, you've won convincingly as well. You, those are the games you mm. you score within that first twenty minutes. The other team don't know what's going on, and you won the game convincingly. The others, you won. Villa, you beat Villa at home and Fulham at home. You didn't score within the first twenty, and they were. Mm. You didn't. I wouldn't say you struggled against them. You battered Villa, but it was too a much closer game, yeah, two, and it was two, it was a much ones, it? it was a much tougher game. So yeah, that Arsenal in the first twenty uh, lethal. Well, we started off, like I said, with like a house on fire. But slowly, it was um, the player I was really, really impressed with was Thiago. In that first 35, 40 minutes, mm. got the ball down, just dictated it. Everything yeah. went from Because after we scored, we sort of backed off him a bit. And Liverpool got into it a bit. Um, they had a chance with Nunes and uh, Ramsdale parried it into back yeah. into the danger zone. And then um, the goal came yeah, from Trent. Bloody. Trent ball over the top. Um, which Gabriel didn't deal with. He just, yeah, another mishap really. He just what? Yeah, just didn't. I think it, he went for confusion. It. Then he then he decided to go for it, and it was too late. Then obviously him and Saliba yeah. have switched. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's it? Uh, Diaz is so bloody quick. He ain't getting there. Pings a lovely ball across, yeah. and um, Darwin yeah. slots it home. Good, Slam. good little finish. Yeah. Um, Some celebration as well. The celebration they call it. They did really rile up the fans. Yeah, I bet they were fuming. And. Um, well, going on from the Emirates this season, the atmosphere of that ground has just been even even when we concede, it go we it's like we've scored. Yeah. Literally after like ten seconds, they roar up and they go again. Mm. It's like because we're we've watched it this year, we're like, oh, we can beat them. Yeah, let's go again. Yeah. I know we can see the same against Spurs. Well, let's go again. Yeah, no, you. Let's go yeah, again. The atmosphere at the minute at the Emirates has totally changed, and yes, that's to do with you made a your team, your supporters have made a conscious effort, but. You obviously you are playing well. You're winning games, so it's gonna be good, or it should be good. And it's since COVID, really, because obviously we've had they had a lot of uh, season ticket holders giving up their pass because of COVID. Yeah. Um, people don't want to go anymore. And there's also we've been at the Emirates now since 2006, which is my maths is bad. What's that? 16 years, something like that. Just say six, 16 to yeah, 18 16, years. 16, 16 to 18 yeah. years. You've now got a whole bunch of 16 to 18, 18 year olds. Yeah. Who up, know yeah. nothing yeah. about Highbury. Know nothing yeah, about the so Invincibles. True. Know nothing about when we were quote unquote good. Yeah. Um this is their team. Yeah, yeah. And these are the ones that are making the noise and are mm-hmm. and are starting up the atmosphere again. So it's Yeah, it's no, I mean the yeah was it Ash Ashburn and I mean Black I mean that is, <laughs> that is god awful and they all need to be burnt at the stake but You are ultras alone. <laughs> yeah, that is it is ultimate embarrassment. But 
yeah, like you said, they are they've started something and it's sort of. I mean, that end is, the, is the family end. So they're yeah, all sixteen. Yeah. They're all sixteen, yeah. which is lads. Uh, lads will be lads. Yeah. Let them let them drink their prime. <laughs> yeah, because <no. laughs> oh, yeah. they can't drink beer, and the only place you can get prime is it was it yeah. as as or um, Emirates Emirates Stadium. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, it is awful and very, very embarrassing. Shout out, Prime, you want to sponsor the pod? Yeah, KSI. <laughs> Logan Paul, if you listen. <laughs> Jake Paul, I call you out. Yeah. Your team, Liverpool, lost at the weekend, Jake. <laughs> but, yeah, the atmosphere has made a, made a big difference, definitely. Um, yeah, so after Nunes scored, I was saying to my mate Max, who I went with the game with, um, gets into half-time because we're on the ropes. Um, there was a bit when, I think, uh, what's his name, Diaz had a cross... And Saliba he turned it into his own net. That was a smart mm. little save by um, Ramsdale. Oh yeah, he ran. Yeah, I remember that. We just didn't get really into the game after we scored. It was couldn't spring some passes together. Mm. Party made a couple of sloppy ones, and then Liverpool had a free kick midway inside our half on the forty fifth, forty fifth plus five minutes. Because mm. um, there were a few stoppages. Because obviously there was one at one uh, Trent issue when Martinelli crossed it and the, his follow through went onto his ankle Yeah, no, which people were saying oh the screenshot the screenshot looks horrendous but yeah, come course, on if you've watched no. if you watch football a bit of context and you actually yeah, yeah no, he's I'm crossed there's no malice in that whatsoever no it's not a, it's nothing it's nothing and obviously yeah a lot of Tottenham fans for example were like oh it's going to be red card no it's, it's just not a red card it looks awful and it's unfortunate for Trent and yeah it's disappointing he's injured but no it's just but like we said football isn't played in screenshots no, it's played yeah. real time and you've got um also, Diaz, which I did think helped Arsenal a lot, um, also, come off. came off. Yeah. But he got was replaced by Firmino, who I did message your brother earlier mm. in the day. I was like, Firmino scored more goals against Arsenal than any other team. He's definitely scoring. <laughs> yeah, 17 appearances, 10 goals. We yeah. Pretty mad, isn't it? And it was Shimakas, who had the cross. Um, well, the free kick, sorry. Crossed it in. I think Party headed it out. And then, bang, Arsenal straight away. Jesus made a 50-50 with Thiago, mm. won it. Played through Martinelli and then he just tore past um, Henderson and Trent. Yeah, they were so open, weren't they? Again, Sent him for a hot dog. Just, yeah, constantly, like, when when Arsenal were attacking or countering, they were, Liverpool back four and their midfield was just chasing tails. Like, they were just running, facing their own goal and thinking, sod this. Like, um, yeah, they spent the whole first half when they didn't have the ball just constantly running backwards and backwards. And that's, that's never good. No matter who you are, Liverpool mm. or Wigan or whoever, that's never good. And I didn't realise... That at the time it was Gabriel making a bur- lung bursting run through the yeah. middle. Um, he slotted it through. Gabriel jumps over the ball and then Saka scoops it home at the back. He sort of slides yeah, and kicks it in off his studs yeah, and goes in. Yeah. God's child gets his second goal of the season and yeah. caps off scoring against the big six. Yeah. Scored a goal against every team in the big six now. Mm. He scored what three this year and two. Yeah, Liverpool, one, one obviously when right, he lost to United. One yeah. United so. um, but just yeah. I'm touching on Liverpool quickly. That's Liverpool have conceded the first goal. In ten of their last twelve Premier League matches, like their worst a, start for like ten years. That's a stat going back last season as well. Yeah, yeah. Like they're this. Uh, it's quite an alarming it's thing yeah, they're it's doing. Good. They're, yeah, we'll get on to Liverpool, but I will mention wasn't the the Gabriel handball in the first half? Uh, yes. Well, the ball to hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the ball to hand. The ball to hand. Oh, oh come on. No, 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 no. So, Dan Byrne at Newcastle, handball. Uh, yeah, because he's flailing arms all over the place. Right. Where was Gabriel's arm then? It came off his chest. Where was his arm? By his side. By his side? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So, I've got a story about this, actually. So, at the time it happened, because we I was literally about five rows behind it. Yeah. Jota comes steaming by. Uh, 
smashes at aim from like a yard <laughs> and Gabriel's does his classic like come off the chest yeah. and I'm thinking oh, it yeah well, whatever it's just a throw in yeah. and Mark Oliver puts his thing to his ear and blah 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 yeah. the VAR check doesn't even come up on the screen I think they checked it for that long at all no yeah they they, they again it quickly and then like, no, no penalty I just couldn't believe it and then it really wasn't until I after the game and then I'm scrolling from a whatsapp and I see you've popped up on the chat and said penalty surely I'm thinking well, you said this an hour and a half ago, so it yeah, definitely yeah. wasn't. Maybe it's, yeah, well, definitely wasn't happened. Arsenal's penalty they got. Yeah. And I said to Max, "What's he on about? What penalty is?" And they're checking it. I was like, I couldn't <laughs> even remember it because it was oh. at, at real yeah. time. If you're in the moment, yeah, definitely. real time. I just didn't no. even think that's nowhere near a penalty. And looking no. back at it, like it looks reasonable, but that's in slow mo, and I've, it's super, super slow mo. It touches uh, his chest. I've, yeah, the, you sent me a video earlier, of it, and I didn't even notice the, the when the ball rolled off the chest, but. The decisions the ref have been making and we've seen and from last year, this year, yeah. whatever that is, you can argue about the rest of the decisions and I'll probably have a similar view to on, on the others, but that is a penalty every day of the week. Every day. Uh, not in real time. For me, for me, that should never be a penalty. I know you said if you're looking back at other decisions, but in oh. real time, he's just... The, he's, the he's, running back, say, he's trying to slow down with yeah. his arms. I know, I know I am being biased, and it, if it was Eric Dyer, I'd be, yeah. I'd be in your seat saying exactly the same. But, all, but I say, all I will say is that, so I was watching Sky News today, and the defender, everyone goes on about arms, and they've got to be in a natural position, or unnatural position for it to be a penalty, but his arms are actually in a natural position. Like, you're defending, you're running, you're trying to slow down. You mm. don't, like, you can't see what I'm doing, but Gabriel's not going to stand there Yes, hands yeah. by his side. Because that's unnatural. And he's not going to stand there with his like hands crossed over, touching his shoulder like that. That is unnatural. I'm I'm sat here with Tate. I've never put my arm on my shoulder or just kept them really mm. tight by my side. That's not normal. You don't play football. You don't run. You don't move that way. So, yes, his arms. I think were in a natural position, but it just is a penalty. Your your hand, arm, whatever is in the way has touched the ball. It's it's a penalty. It just is. It's uh yeah I don't know. But the ref hasn't given it, so he's irrelevant. I, ju- I just my only thing, obviously I'm, I'm going to be biased because I'm Arsenal and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I just looking at it in real time at the stadium. Yeah. yeah. I had no even inkling that would ever be a penalty yeah. from being five yards away from it. And Michael Oliver was five yards away from it. Yeah. And watching two professional players run it full yeah. pace. But then that's what supposedly that's what the, the problem is. What I could say the ref is there for the slow mo kills it. Like mm. obviously it looks a thousand times worse. Like that, but if you looked at it, I reckon if you looked at it from Michael Oliver's like POV, yeah, it's it never, it's just, it's so quick, it happens so quickly. But then, yeah, but then, yeah, I know what you're saying yes, the and it did come off his chest. That's what Gabriel was saying, it came off my chest first. Yeah. He said it came off my chest, yeah. The the ref, yes, the ref view in the moment is can't see it, but that's why the video is there to show yeah. you that oh, he's actually fucking caught with one hand and threw it off for a corner, so <laughs> <laughs> it just is a penalty, yeah, for a throwing, it just is a penalty, <laughs> so yeah, well done, Arsenal. Well, about time we got some luck. Oh, on about time! Don't give no, that. but to be fair, like I said, it's all we all get. It all equals out at the end of the season. Every cl- every club will have their ones that goes their way, and every club will have ones that doesn't go their way. <sighs> Maybe yeah. that equals yeah, out for United. It's, it's like but over the weekend, I know it shouldn't wrong. be. They're just wrong. They are just wrong decisions. We like, we'll we'll go on it a, a bit later about his, the Jesus one, but there was something was yeah. exactly the same thing happened in the Forest game. Yeah, yeah. But go, we'll, going get on, into, we'll get on to West Ham as well. Yeah, just playing like, basketball. <laughs> disgrace, absolute disgrace. Um, so going into the second half, yeah, I was sitting there thinking, or standing there thinking, wow, Arsenal have come out like a absolute train here. Yeah, and they should have Odegaard should have scored or passed it through to Saka, who would have had a good chance. And then literally out of nowhere, 
Henderson got the ball, played a nice little pass into Jota yeah. around the corner. Saliba out position, Gabriel out position, mm. two all. That's um, what uh, that's what I thought about because I didn't think like you said Liverpool weren't not quite good, but they were in the game. And so I just I just didn't think Liverpool looked great. But then like you said, they scored out of nothing, and you think right two all here. Come on, let's see if they get a result. But yeah, but literally they that, sc- that nothing, wouldn't it? it was just absolutely zero, zero. They scored in the fifty third minute, and it was what's that four seven minutes into the second half. Mm. That's all they did all second half. Like I'm sitting there, I'm standing there thinking we we just. We were playing so well. Like, I was yeah. not even like I said. We'll and get Liverpool just almost scraped two goals, and somehow it was two-two. And you're pretty sat there thinking, "What has happened here? How we how we conceded twice here?" And yeah, Liverpool mm. just weren't. It was just another poor poor performance from. But Liverpool. The, our front three were just causing them so much havoc. They had Saka on one side, Martin Lady in the other, and Jesus through the middle. And you could tell they were causing problems because obviously Trent got hooked at half time. I know yeah. he was injured. Yeah, he did have. A and then Gomez time. came on. Yeah, and with about twenty minutes to go, they hooked. Uh, Matip because he was just getting roasted Sorted, for his yeah. pace so yeah. they brought um, what's his name on Canate uh, uh, and they also hooked Sa- uh, Salah as well yeah that's I've got the, the the subs they made yet like you said Trent was injured and uh, Diaz got injured brought on Firmino but I think what was it 2-all and they took off took off Salah brought on uh, this wasn't the actual sub but uh, Firmino came on yeah for Salah for Salah and they brought on they brought Harvey Elliott as well for Jota for Jota like it's two two Liverpool away away from home. They're one of the biggest sides, one of the best teams on paper. Surely go for the win. Like this is, we, yeah. Go while like, Arsenal go were bringing it, yeah. on Fabio Vieira to try yeah, and win it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just going back to the teams like we just touched on. Then I was quite surprised with Liverpool's team. They started four strikers. Yeah. And that's they what had, they've been. They're basically playing four two four. They just and I just thought, oh, here we go. Yeah. This is game's got goals in it. And Arsenal, because yeah. obviously Zinchenko got injured again. They started Tomiyasu left back. Mm. First start of the it season. Very good, I thought. Very good. And we've done it. Arteta's done it before, um, where he's played a right-sided player at left back because yeah. when you've got a, a white wing, he's played. I think he did Maitland-Niles against um, Mares once, and a couple of times. So maybe even did Cedric against. Uh, ooh, ooh. Makes my skin crawl up saying that, name, <laughs> saying that bland's word. Um, but Tommy Asu um, was absolutely superb because obviously good. Salah's cutting in. He's running yeah, yeah, yeah. his stronger side, and Tommy Asu won the most ground duels most aerial duels, made most tackles and made the most ball recoveries of any player on the pitch. Um, it was good. Though. And it even, you're saying he's right foot, but even used his left foot to oh, play the ball forward. He's, like, he's very superb good. at both feet. He's and one thing I really player. like about him, I think he's press resistant. He literally, if you ever watch him, like he's, he's one of them players, um, Spurs have probably got a player like that as well, who only, I think their fans only really know how good they actually are or appreciate yeah, them. Yeah, you th- oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I put look Ben, White, and ben White in that category like, as well. Yeah, sweet, I'll be like, somebody has to get at him. Yeah. Like, surely he's got to be crap. But, yeah, like, exactly like you said, there's players that all clubs have got and only that, that those supporters and those fans have realised they're good mm. players. Because I thought Ben White's in that character. He was absolutely superb again at right yeah. back. Literally, the perfect foil for Sacco going forward and defending yeah. and, and whatnot. But, um, obviously, moving into the second half, then after Firmino scored, Arsenal was still on top. And then it was literally like watching Sunday League football oh, defending for like I'd say about ninety seconds. Arsenal oh. were just battering them in the box. They Liverpool couldn't get it out, which led to the penalty. Yeah, kept oh, Saka, the, Shaka kept overlapping yeah. and whipping balls yeah, in. And kept getting cleared. It was like he goal mouth doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, the ball just stayed within eighteen yeah. yards of their goal. It didn't move. It didn't, didn't get cleared. Didn't get go out for a corner or say or no one missed a shot. It just kept going back and back and back. Yeah. And then um, Martin Lee fizzed it in, and then Thiago absolutely booted. <laughs> <laughs> Sent Jesus into another. Sent Jesus yeah. into um, orbit after he's already yeah. been knocked out once. Yeah, that was bad. That was awful. Deliberate or not? What the Simakas? Yeah. Wait, Simakas. Sorry. Yeah. No. No chance. No. No. No chance. 
But it's it was that. Well, I just seen people think. Is it? No, I don't think it was deliberate. No way. No, no. Um, it was a. When it happened, I thought the worst for him. Like I just. The Whether he needs an Oscar stuff. for fucking acting, yeah. it's outrageous. Uh, it was it was awful, and obviously he'd been knocked out, and you obviously you have no control over your body once it happens. But in the moment, I was like, I almost couldn't watch. I was like, bloody hell, what has happened? Like, they need to stop showing this. Like, and then you see the yeah. replay. Like, oh right, he's literally obviously he's caught KO'd in a sweet he? spot, a sweet spot, <laughs> sweet spot, and his elbow just brushed his face, whatever, and caused that had to happen. And yeah, glad he was alright, but bloody hell, it was, it was rough to watch. Got absolutely wallops, and I was sitting there thinking all. Oh, yeah, is it time? Is it time Eddie. for the? Is it time for the main <laughs> man? <laughs> yeah, is yeah. it time for the main man? Well, Jesus recovered, and then um, yeah, it led to the penalty. Led yeah. to the penalty, which at the time I remember it was um, like I said, it was all hell broke yeah, off yeah, in, yeah, in the box. Chaos. It was all kicking off left runs, and the ball yeah. was going everywhere. I just turned around in frustration. I was mm. like, for God's sake! Yeah. The, I heard the ref blow, and I was like, for God's yeah. sake, turn around! Everyone's going nuts. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oliver's pointing to the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even just before that. It, that one of the attacks and it, it come back out and you see Arteta on the sideline and he, he's similar to you he was like turning around like punching the air like thinking mm. oh the attack's over and it somehow it goes back down left smashed across and it leads to the penalty but because I didn't see it in real time I was like I no. no idea what that's been given for yeah we were but sat there fuming obviously you, it, it's very it is very very soft very soft but, but I get given all the time but again it's exactly that the exactly why I thought the, the first one with the handball should have been a penalty as well but with what's been given and how they're refereeing, it is a penalty. I mean, mm. it's it's so soft. Like, Jesus gets touched, then he puts his feet on the ground, then he falls over, but it just stays. He hasn't football. played the ball. It's one of them ones. That he football. hasn't played the ball. He's, but you see him every week they get to Yeah, oh, all the time. All the time, um, yeah. And it just... It's a shame, yeah. Obviously gutted that Arsenal got the penalty and, and Saka scored, but... Yeah, you, you see it all the time now, and that's just sadly yeah. the way it is. So, yeah, obviously, God's child picked the ball up. And um, since missing penalties, since missing the penalty in the Euro Euro 2021 final, which was his first ever penalty he took, mm. he's now scored penalties versus Chelsea, Man United, and now Liverpool. Couldn't do it when he matters over his country, though, could he? Uh, it was his first ever one, the young lad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's yeah, he's, he had a good game at the weekend. He scored. Oh, three, no, he was three goals. So superb, I think he was. In well, not unlucky to get man of the match. I just Martinelli was just a joke. Mm. I've never seen. Do you know what he reminds me of? Alexis Sanchez. It's just yeah, he's a little wiry, just a yeah, menace. He's just hate nuisance, to play against yeah. him, and he he's quick and he's quite skillful. Like yeah, he's a he's definitely a pain. And after Arsenal went three two up, they probably didn't really do anything. I wasn't like nervous no, on the ground. No, the ground no, wasn't there was yeah. no nerves or anything. We no. sort of just played that last fifteen minutes out, just yeah. playing the ball around, knocking it around. Um, you could even see how relaxed I was on TV when I <laughs> yeah. Was that what was that the end of the game or ninety first minute yeah. when Eddie came on? They knew. <laughs> obviously the old Sky be listening they to the knew, pod. Yeah, they must knew have. to get on when Eddie was on. Must be the bunker must be wired up somewhere. But but um no before we before we move on there's just a, a few more things I'd like to add. Um, Arsenal had forty six touches in Liverpool's box in that game, which is more than they've had in the five previous Premier League games against Liverpool combined. Bloody hell. Which is 44. So in the last yeah. five games... And 40 of those came just for Jesus. Well, literally, because I, I rewatched some of the game today before I came and I was just like... Half you see that. half of them are just like sacking little touches, yeah, bang yeah, across, yeah. and Shaka's had another which bang yeah. across. Um, but no, Liverpool... And that's the most touches Liverpool had had in their box since Klopp started, but bar one game against Man City. Yeah. That's a, I've got some bits on Liverpool, but yeah. Worst start in 10 years in a Premier League season. Worst start for Jurgen Klopp. And yeah, they've got Man City next at home, so it doesn't get much easier. Which we will predict 
at the end of the show. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't get much easier for Liverpool at all at the minute. Yeah, I've got one one last stat on Liverpool, which is um quite funny. Liverpool beat Bournemouth nine nil earlier in the season, and now they're below them. Yeah, they're now sitting tenth. <laughs> they Liverpool picked up five points since that Mid-table game. Mid-table mediocrity, I think. Yeah. But, um, before we go for our break, the last club to start a Premier League season with eight wins out of nine, what and not to win the title was Arsenal. Arsenal. And, and when was that take? What year? 2007-2008. And before that? Who was the last club before them? Arsenal. <laughs> what, what year did that take? 2005. Uh, it must have been on the same stat page. The 2007-2008 one, though, is a caveat, though, because Arsenal should have an asterisk next to them for winning that. Because uh, it was Eduardo's leg injury. Oh, that, that poor Eduardo. Poor Eduardo. We Just quickly before we stop again, but on Saka, he's, he's scored his highest record in the league. is 11 goals. Do you think he beat that, beats that this season? Um, will he beat that this year? Mm, no, no. I think yeah. Although he's on penalties this year, so yeah. mm, maybe. Um, he's d- will, will he get? An, will he, he get another eight goals though? I, I would say. I mean, I would say so. But yeah, I don't know. You play. You play. He's not necessarily the main man, is he? You, they. The way they play, it's, yeah. it leads into Jesus or Martinelli normally pops up. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I fucking love him, so <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's, he has. He's a good player, and that's. I think that's uh, like you said about Spurs last week. But it seems that people are paying more attention to him. Like you said, Tottenham doubled up on him, and right, if we stop him, then that's a good chance yeah. we'll do well. And I think Liverpool did a, a similar thing, and that's. I think yeah, obviously he yeah. scored twice and didn't turn out too well for them. But well, if we keep getting soft penalties, then yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the refs on your side every week. Yeah. Yeah. Right, um, that leaves us. We're going to have a quick break and we'll be back with you shortly. Hello, listeners. It's former England and Premier League player Matt Jarvis here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Remember to support the podcast by sharing with your friends and family and leaving that five-star review. Now, come on, you irons, and stay loyal. Let's move on to the Sunday night fixture. So, I can't remember last time there was a a Sunday game at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock was a... Uh, strange old time, wasn't it? Very, very weird. But it was, yeah, a weekend full of football. But Sunday was, yeah, you could have something could have started watching from midday and basically not took your eyes off a game of football. But yeah, ended with Everton United, didn't it? Which we both predicted wrong. So uh. yeah, we're 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 <laughs> sadly we're in that. all sorts of drinks tonight. But um, yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, obviously, I didn't see that. Didn't think United would do it. But how wrong? Well, it started off with Woby after five minutes. I remember mm. I was in the queue for the train and a Woby scored and obviously ex-Arsenal yeah. went a bit, a few cheers in the crowd going. Man is playing probably the best football of his career so far, isn't he? Mm, he looks, yeah, obviously found the side and looks comfortable, but yeah, what a goal, what a finish. Mm. Was there, was he, um, Demario Gray robbed Casemiro of his mm. first start and he robbed the ball, played mm. into Woby and a water finish into the corner. Yeah, very good. De Gea, no chance. Yeah. And one off after five minutes. Um... I haven't. I didn't watch the game live. Obviously, watched the highlights back. I think it wasn't. Yeah, it was just a. I mean, I watched it, but it was a. a what Everton are currently like is just a sort of typical sort of. We'll fight and we'll run and we'll try as hard as we can. We're not. We know mm. we're not that good. We haven't got the quality. Yeah. But yeah, they like I said started off brilliantly and. Yeah, United got a goal back pretty quick as well. Both, both United goals were pretty much identical. Yeah, where they lost Everton lost the ball. White and I were lost the second one. I can't remember who lost the first one. In the, in the middle of the park got played sure, I think yeah. Fernandez robs it off someone yeah. fizzed it into Martial who played into Anthony and what is um, 
Pickford doing? I don't know. Yeah, they're two Pickford. both the goals. He's a yeah. He makes strange his lineup decisions. For him. Yeah, very. Strange. He runs out and Anthony scores. A three, scores again, and he's mm. he's Anthony's the first Manchester United player to score in each of his first Premier League appearances for the club, and so, the yeah. first player since if any Man United fans know this man, in Story Moore. Ooh. In 1972, to score in his first league the, appearances. The Chelmsford Reds are just jumping <laughs> on the couch. Like, yes, I know him, I know him, I remember him, yeah. Uh. But no, he looks a good addition to that squad. Yeah, I don't watch United enough, I only obviously watch them if they're on TV, whatever, but yeah, I think he's one of them. I was just thinking then, like, Anthony, to me, doesn't look like a brilliant player. Doesn't. I'm not like, oh, bloody hell, Anthony's quality, mm. but he scored three, three goals, is it three goals? Or three, three in a row, or yeah. So you can't really like. He's, I think he's going to be one of them for me. Like, he might score a few goals and doesn't necessarily do enough, but he'll pop up with a goal and you think, bloody hell, like he scored again. So mm. yeah, though he, yeah, he looks like a decent player, doesn't he? And um, before Ronaldo's goal, obviously he came on. Ronaldo didn't start, but he came yeah, on Martial. for Martial injured. Ice cold Martial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, another he, ice pack on his leg yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor bloke. I saw as well. He, um, I, someone talk about it, but when he got subbed off, he just marched straight down the tunnel. Mm. And it was on it was on Ben Foster's thing, and so it was Ben Foster and Troy Deeney, and obviously Troy Deeney still plays, and they're both saying like that's just shocking as a professional footballer and within your team that is so poor. Like whether you're injured or not, you there was I think there's like five or so minutes left, and mm. just watch the end of the first half, going at half time with your team, surrounded by your teammates, depending on how they get on, and and yeah, go into half time, and then then go if you need a shower, if you need to fucking get a rub down, whatever it is, then go and do it, but. Mm. Yeah, they they were they weren't impressed at all with Marshall. I listened to that this morning actually. I thought Ben Foster and I don't really like Ben Foster. But I thought Troy Deeney came across well. Well, yeah, they, it's good. It's, it's interesting to to see and listen to mm. obviously people that have been right involved with it. And if Ben, if you're listening, then um, yeah. you're always welcome down the pod, <laughs> or we'll go up to Stoke on Trent. Or no, you're yeah. limiting spa, aren't you? Yeah, so that's yeah. where you are, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you turn up for hashtag, I'm sure you could we'll make the trip. We'll down come meet you up there. Um, but I, I thought obviously Casemiro's first start for the for the team yeah. in the Prem. I thought it made a big difference. I know he made the mistake for the first goal, but when you're not playing McFred, yeah. you break that partnership up and you put a five times yeah, Champions League Brazil international. Yeah. I don't in know why they didn't do it for City away, but not, I mean they might have still lost six three. But yeah, Casemiro's got to be got to be the option. Eh? He robs Awobi, plays a lovely slide yeah. rule pass through, and yeah. then you've got the best finisher in the Premier League. Yeah. Ronaldo looks at Pickford, finds the near post, slots yeah. it in left footed, seven hundred up. Yeah, and that I mean we obviously get some notes down for the for the talk we have, but for this game I've I've literally just got Ronaldo stuff and a, a little bit on Everton. But yeah, the Cristiano Ronaldo seventh seven hundredth um professional league goal is ridiculous, isn't he? The bloke is a machine. Which is mad. Should we should we go into Ronaldo or should we just should we touch on the Rashford thing or just go straight um, to the Rashford is yes, yeah, the correct decision for me. I think it's the disallowed goal is yeah. Like but then we're going to West Ham and other yeah. other um, examples, excuse me. Other examples went the other way, but yeah, it's definitely a, a disallowed goal for me. Handball. Not much really happened in the second half from what I watched, and then apart from I thought I was about a second away from screaming when I thought Pickford was going to score. Oh but yeah, the corner yeah, came in. Varane came he's in. He's off his head. The bloke. The bloke. I've said it loads of times, but he's off his head. He just comes charging in, then he gets right involved, and I think the ball. Yeah, it was it was the one you you said Varane sort of just he literally just come on away, didn't he? Yeah, just clips it and Onana and Pickford were both waiting. Uh, Pickford was ready to fucking have a rave in the corner, but 
Yeah, his quality would have been so good if he'd have, if if he'd have dropped down out. and he just hits a half volley, like thumps it yeah. with his left boot, would have been brilliant. But gloves off. Oh, he'd have been so good. <laughs> I do love Pickford. But no, Ronaldo, uh, not Ronaldo, uh, Man United got another win and they've only, what, they lost one in the last six? Yeah, five, they won five out of six. Obviously, yeah. that one loss at City, which you'd say, again, everyone's going to lose to City. Yes, they got battered and it was Manchester Derby, but at the end of the day, they've only lost three points and. Yeah, five out of six, they totally turn it around, don't they? Totally, and Ten Argus, they seem to be doing all right, slowly building a side and building the way he wants to play. Yeah. And that man, Ronaldo, will go on to, yeah. So 700 goals, 700 club goals, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, 700 league club goals. He's, he's record. So it doesn't count Champions League? No, oh, no, no, I think it does, yeah, club goals, sorry. Ignore league, yeah, talking rubbish. I, I know, because that's what I thought of. I originally, I wrote down league goals, and I was like, mm. no. It's just, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's scored... So I've got here, you've probably got very similar stuff. So he's scored five for five at Sporting, 144 at United so far, uh, 101 at Juventus, and then 450 at Real Madrid. Yes, yeah, so just, just to note on that, yeah, because I've, I've had to just redo my, my teaser. Cause Have I got it? No, I, I wrote oh. league goals. No, I wrote league goals, but it's oh, the no, same. Mate, it's, probably it's, the... it's club goals. Yeah. But just my answers changed, because I know... Yeah. I put... But, Basically, he scored two goals against his club in okay. cups. Right, but yeah, just yeah. But the going back, the answer's yeah, still the same. The bloke is a joke. It's, yeah, but that's what you like. We're watching. So Harland's the first thing that pops into your head at the minute when when talking about his goal scoring and people scoring all sorts of goals. But and there's a stat about it that goes around, and you might even have it. But I just think like, wh- where has Ronaldo got these goals from? Like he scored. I've got the stat here about his time at Real Madrid, and it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'll 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 say it now if I can find it one second. So yeah, at, at Madrid, his career high in one season was sixty-one. He scored sixty-one goals for Real Madrid in yeah. one season. So from twenty fourteen, uh, that was in twenty fourteen fifteen season, and then from twenty ten to twenty sixteen, he scored fifty plus each season, and obviously that includes the twenty fourteen yes, fifteen yeah, yeah, sixty-one. Yeah, uh, that is ridiculous. Like so, what? Where's he had the time to do that? It's mental. The stat that uh, there's obviously he's, I know he's he got more goals for Real Madrid than he did games. Yes, which is just mad. Four hundred fifty goals. I don't know how many games. So yeah. It's like four hundred thirty something like that. Yeah, it's, it's quite a few less as well. But yeah. seven hundred divided by twenty is thirty-five. Yeah, he's been playing for twenty. He's been. Yeah, 20, he scored. He yeah. scored his first yeah, goal on October the seventh, two thousand and two, for Sporting. Yeah. For Sporting and. He's average for the last twenty years, thirty-five goals a season. Yeah, I like, said, so where, where do these goals come from? <laughs> and even this is for, this is separate to what he's done, but but even for for Portugal, sorry, he scored one hundred seventeen in one hundred and ninety-one games, and his first came in two thousand and four in a friendly against Greece before the Euros. Mm. It's yeah, it's the numbers are ridiculous. The numbers are Bloke ridiculous. is an absolute machine, and it's he used to be my one of my favourite players to watch, and. When he was coming back to the Prem, I was really excited because he was going to sign for Man City. And I thought, this is going to be... Golden. This is right up my Golden. agenda. I like Ronaldo. Yeah. Him turning his back on United to go yeah. win some trophies, which he should have done. Yeah. Which he really should have. He would be doing <laughs> exactly imagine, what Haaland would be doing. That, yeah. He would be... He would, they would have won the Champions League last year. They would have won the Premier League. Yeah. I know they would have won the Premier League. They would have won everything last year with him. And yeah. he would have... Oh, it would have been... Brilliant. But up to him what he did. Um, it's a shame... Maybe it's a shame, a football shame for him that he's not playing this season. I don't think he will play much this season. Who's that? Sorry, Ronaldo. We'll, talk, well, I don't know. It started. It, it looked like, and there was all the talk that he was the massive problem, and he he needs to be out of the club. But 
I mean, now you, you can't you can't argue the bloke, can you? He's, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like mm. everyone's like, get out my club. Like if you watch uh, yeah. Mark Goldridge, he he loves he absolutely loves Ronaldo, but also loves it. I love the chat of him sort of winding everyone up, and he's like, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, he's <laughs> quality. And yeah, look at Ronaldo now; he's a joke. So I tell you, he does barely love Ronaldo. It's Roy Keane, your mate. Oh, Did you see him? It was like he's the third best player in the Premier League yeah. right now. He's oh. but in that that's Ronaldo is the the only thing United have got at the moment that's close to what Roy Keane suppose and Gary Neville went yeah. through and I can't bother talking about him they're too just mind numbing and negative and boring and horrible cynical Snore old fest. men they just yeah but yeah Ronaldo's the closest thing they've got to him so that's that's obviously why he absolutely adores him so you messaged me um, the week saying have you got a favourite Ronaldo league goal yeah, or, yeah. and um, what, what have you gone for well for my Sort of Premier League moment, if you like, for Ronaldo is that it's the classic one everyone sees. The Portsmouth free kick is mm. it is like prime Ronaldo. He's got his hair sort of gelled disgustingly. Yeah. He's, he's chiselled. He's got those. I think he had like night vapors on, sort of like bright the yellow. Mercurials. Yeah, and they were like pink or yellow. So the ball was the old Premier League yellow ball. Yellow and it was purple, wasn't it? It was a bit wet in in Manchester. The Sol Campbell actually give away the free kick. I watched it today. The the free kick is just a it's such a dive from Ronaldo, but. Yeah, my mate Sol Campbell fouls Ronaldo, gets in the wall. David James just stuck to the stuck to the um, ground, couldn't move, and the balls just f- like flies into the court. It's just a ridiculous goal. Yeah, the bloke's a machine. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant goal for me. You yourself? Um, I actually put one because I used to be a bit of a Ronaldo fucking geek and just loved. <laughs> I love it. Back in the day, this sort of also disappoints me about Spanish football now. Like. No one cares about it now because hit, Messi and Ronaldo aren't there. It's not on Sky anymore, so who there watches it? Yeah. I used to love watching on a Sunday, Sunday evening, like Real Madrid or Barcelona, when it was like, but they were both at their yeah, prime. The it's Mourinho prime versus time. Pep. Um, yeah. That you could name countless players, but when them two were out there pomp going for each other, yeah. and it was when um, Ronaldo scored at the um, New Camp to win the league, basically, and he, um, it was what's his name? It was Ozil played a lovely ball through. Yeah. Um, I think he skipped past Puyol. Shout out Puyol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Puyol, you're um, <laughs> Time to tell our story, Puyol. <laughs> come on, Carlos, uh, come out the closet. <laughs> well, that's what that could be the title. Carlos comes yeah. out the closet. <laughs> we we could have plenty of options for the title. We but try to keep it a bit PG. Yeah, we, we've got all sorts of fans out there, so we don't want uh, to annoy anyone. He skipped round um, Valdez, slotted it in, and did the old famous calm down celebration yeah. in front of the fans. I've got a couple to... The overhead overhead kick he scored for Juve, no, sorry, versus Juventus for Real Madrid yeah. 2018. Just I don't remember the context or the what happened, what the result was, but yeah, ridiculous overhead kick. Semi final, wasn't it? Three 0 up, I think, at well, the time. Better couldn't, couldn't do it a better time, could you really? Yeah. But then the other one for me, the other moment, sort of like a top Ronaldo moment, was when he was playing for Juve, but was against Atletico, and they lost two 0 in yes. the first leg, and went back to uh, Juve. And Ronaldo scores a hat trick. I think he scored two headers and a penalty. Yeah. And he just ah, oh, what? Like imagine the feeling you. I mean, I'd, I can only dream of. I'd love to score a tap in against bloody Lincoln for Tottenham in front of the Park Lane. But Ronaldo in that moment, magic. Ah, oh, this. I just like you get goosebumps thinking about it. Like what a feeling that must be. And he what gave it the feeling. old um, Cajonas celebration yeah. as well because he was he was getting dogs abuse obviously in at, at um, Madrid. When they played the first leg against Atletico, and, and rightly so, you would. But yeah, turn around, come back to Juve, and just put him to the sword and scored a hat trick. It was just a, a classic. Like 
historical Ronaldo moments. Brilliant. I mean, even 101 goals at Juventus is not spoken oh, about enough. I don't think. Yeah. That's, and it was almost, rec- He just got to that point. Was like, right, where's my next? I'm moving on now. I've done. I've done that bit. I need to move on. And yeah, he's. Yes, yeah, it's the the goal scoring. I wish he never went back to United mental. though. I wish he went somewhere else, like PSG for example. Yeah. Uh, just or Bayern or different, do yeah. something different. But I I don't know. I, I quite similar to you. Obviously, you probably dislike dislike United for other reasons. But for me, when I remember United, is Ronaldo, Skulls, Giggs, all that that prime prime uh, mm-hmm. United side. So to see him go back is quite cool. But all the people I dislike. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Ronaldo. You're you're a joke. You're an absolute joke. Um, well, one thing I did actually find quite interesting, going just go back to Man United quickly before we move on. Um, Manchester United became the first side to win a hundred Premier League games in which they've conceded the first goal. Really? And do you know who was second in that list? Um, so what was it? Manchester United became the first side to win a hundred Premier League games in which they've conceded the first goal. So basically, come from goal behind. Who yeah. was second? Oh, was it Arsenal? Was it? Spurs. Was it Tottenham? 96. Of all oh, the clubs yeah. in the... I know, so obviously... You, you I, would have said, I would have said we were the top team to go 1-0 up and lose. But <laughs> we, we were... We'd, well, probably 2-0 up. Because uh, obviously you've you got your yeah. Arsenals, Liverpools, Chelsea's, Main Knights, Everton's yeah, yeah, yeah. and Spurs. And six, Always been in it. Never yeah. been relegated. Yeah. Um, but Spurs, 96. Like, only four if United. But That's not even bad, is it? I'd, I'd, like I said, I'd, I'd have said, all right. Oh, God, sorry. Tamori, Milan, red card. But then I suppose when United used to be good, so that was probably on zero about, yeah, about yeah, five exactly. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, I'd have definitely said Spurs the other way round, but no. Well done, well done, Tottenham. And yeah, what I mean, United. I think they're now fifth. So um, yeah. hopefully, and just on Everton, yeah. I do have a bit on them, but obviously, yeah, Ronaldo's the main, the main attraction. They were before United. They were unbeaten in six. They're now twelfth. They're next away. Their next game is Spurs away at the weekend. So yeah, it could be back-to-back losses for Fat Frank. Yeah, I just think Everton, like we said, and I think they're not a great team. But we'll go on to it in a bit later. Yeah, I we're think gonna, we're going to. That's our that's our next sort of port call is to discuss the dross of the rest of the league. Yeah. Basically, isn't we'll, it? we'll yeah. run through quickly the rest of the results. Yeah. We'll have a quick break, and then we're going to go on to a bit yeah. of a who is going down. Yes, and yeah, who is going please, down? Yeah, we have please no let idea. us know. Yeah. Um. So let's really quickly run through them. Bournemouth, Leicester, two one. Bournemouth 2, Leicester 1, sorry. Yeah. Um, so since Gary O'Neill has taken charge, he, uh, Man City got 13 points, Arsenal 12, Bournemouth 9. Only yeah, two teams Bournemouth more. Bournemouth are looking okay, aren't they? They've, they've, like you said, with Gary O'Neill, since, like we said, since that 9-0, they've, it's almost like, oh, Parker's gone, but I would have said, oh, Parker would have got similar results. And mm. Yeah. Leicester, another shocking, Leicester shocking result. And Danny Ward again oh. for the for the other goal. And I thought they sort of maybe turned a slight call and it could all change. But when they beat Forest four nil, I thought right, they're not not going to go on a mad run, but they might be back to their old ways. But yeah, bloody hell, another another loss for Brodgers, wasn't it? And now mm. they're sitting bottom of the table. Mm. Don't want to talk too much. Like no. I said, we're going to cover it, but yeah, bottom of the table. But Chelsea three Wolves nil, pretty routine. Yeah, Wolves still no manager, yeah. but a shout out to Brozier who got his first Chelsea goal. Yeah. It was quite a nice thing for the young lad. And while they're Chelsea bending over backwards to applaud Costa as well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Absolutely embarrassing, and also embarrassing for Costa. Imagine embarrassed. <laughs> you know embarrassed. Imagine being a Wolves fan traveling right way. Your team's getting pumped. Costa comes off and is basically walked the. Lim- uh, a lap of the stadium, lap of the, lap of the pitch, just to get the applause is embarrassing. But 
Yeah. Next. Man City 4, Southampton 0. Next. Um, Harland only scored one. He's a fraud. I've got one question to ask you. Cool. And the listeners out there. I want to comment on the um, on the Instagram post or the... St- or the um, oh, what do you call it? On the Apple pod. But will... So Harland has scored in seven consecutive Premier League games. Can he equal Jamie Vardy's record of 11? Ooh, that's a good one. They've got Liverpool next, haven't they? Liverpool away. I don't know if you have a 4R, but... Yeah. No, I re- no. I don't, there's nothing stopping him. I mean, obviously, no one's stopping him. Will you do him. it? There's no reason for him not to do it. I can't see... Yes or no, I want to answer. Uh, I think he'll score 11. He won't score the 12. He won't beat 12. Okay. He'll get to 11. Okay. I would say 11. What do you reckon? Um, no, he won't do it. <laughs> He won't do it. Oh, sure. you, oh you've got Arsenal in that. Have you got no, Arsenal no. Yeah, we're, we're meant to, we're meant to play them, but it's yeah. been called off because we're playing PSV. Oh, um, I'm just going to pause here quickly while I watch Jorginho's penalty. Will he do yeah, shutter or will he do a proper run-up? Here we go. Ooh. 20th minute. Milan at home. Down Please 10 miss. men now as well. Jorginho in his home, back in his home nation. Comes the run-up. Send oh, them away. 1-0 Chelsea. Yeah, we're just... all oh, the Milan fans aren't happy. Yeah, the, like I said, the Firmino... Um, Sorry, Tamori got sent off and there was a bit of commotion, but... Yep, Chelsea won up. Brighton nil, Tottenham won, Harry Kane at 22 minutes. Yeah, pretty pretty good. It was a far better performance from us, really. Like, it wasn't a, a brilliant game, but as a Spurs fan, you watched it, you were quite happy. It was, we went for three, three in the middle, we looked more solid. And yeah, it was a better performance. No no, no Royale, Doxy played right back. And it was just a good, good away performance, and mm. and they said Brighton are a pretty good side in a minute. So yeah, we're, we're pretty happy with that result. Yeah, um, Palace two, Leeds one. Mm, not really much to talk about. Yeah, we'll, Eze scored a nice goal. Well, yeah, like I said, we'll cover the, those sort of sides in a moment. But yeah, pretty, pretty average game to be honest. And penultimately, West Ham three, Fulham one. Yeah. Pereira, great goal, then had an absolute brain fart to give away a stupid yeah. penalty. And that's more about the VR stuff, but. That is definitely a penalty, hundred percent penalty. Like what the refs looking at it underneath his nose. He's told you stop whatever you're doing. I'm going to give a foul. He persists on doing it and takes him out. And yes, yeah, it's, it's a definite, definite penalty. And then Skamaka scores a goal that he pretty sure thinks is going to be disallowed. Yeah, just he doesn't celebrate. celebrate. <laughs> doesn't move a muscle. Brilliant finish. Doesn't move. Obvious handball, which directly leads to him scoring. Just again. It just needs to be turned over. He's a handball. <laughs> he even like. thought it was like, yeah. and then he went mad. And went yeah, and then, yeah, it's the weirdest reaction. Like he's he's been told it's a goal, and he's going absolutely mental. But but two yeah, and two for him good, now. Though. He did look. He looked right. He had a few chances ahead. A couple of headers, I think, and a a shot he sort of dragged wide. But mm. yeah, I mean that, that's just another shocking decision, and the worst decision probably of the whole weekend is the West Ham third goal. And then Antonio getting the ninety ninety plus one goal. Such a scrappy goal, isn't it? Yeah, but did you see it? The the his he just carries the ball with his left arm but because apparently it was his, his second, second phase, second phase because him Ream just basically <laughs> ran into his goal he ran into Leno oh, and then Antonio obviously puts him but again just is a his handball foul the other way whatever carry on and yeah, obviously the Fulham manager was fuming and had every right because quick note on Jared Bowen Jared Bowen has scored 19 of his 23 Premier League goals at the London Stadium that's the highest ratio of any player to score in a single stadium who scored 20 goals in the league. <laughs> Bloody hell. 83% of his goals have come at home. Oh, yeah, well... So, it means he doesn't travel well. Doesn't, doesn't travel well. No. And then and end up, what, Monday night, Forest Villa, wasn't it? Um, Dennis Why the not? Menace and Ashley Young. Yeah. I've got not much to add on that. No, it's, yeah, well, 
it's just poor. Just very Gerard out. Yeah, Gerard fraud and Aurea's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically that one. Get us on Sky Sports. Talk about that. That's it. That's all you need to know. Right, we'll leave it there. Quick break, and we'll be back in a sec. So now we're gonna gonna attack the teams from basically eighth downwards, but yeah, just the rest of the league that are all a much of the same really. They're all all so similar. Um and sort of talk about relegation and yeah, what is going on yeah. below the, the sort of top seven. Yes, yeah, so I said to Jack earlier in the week Who is going down? <laughs> like the bottom three right now, Forest, Leicester, Wolves. Yeah. I I had in my bottom three I had Forest to go down. Did you have any M3? Uh, not in the current bottom three. I I went for Leeds, Bournemouth, Fulham. So like we said, and the next one we've got, so we, should we start from eighth downwards or yeah. 20th upwards? Yeah. Um, go go eight, eight down. So Bournemouth and Fulham, who I reckon were in 95% of everyone's predictions, either one of them yeah. two would have gone down yeah. in everyone's predictions. And for me, Bournemouth, yes, they're eighth, but they lost 9-0. They've lost 9-0, like, you can't lose nine nil and then suddenly be a good side. They are, they're so involved with it, and they're on. I've got it here. They're on twelve points. Leicester on four. So between twentieth and eighth, there's obviously an eight point difference, which mm. is absolutely nothing. That's like that's like the championship where you can win two games and suddenly yeah. be in the top half. It's yeah, it's, it's absolute chaos. I don't know what is going on, but Bournemouth, yeah, newly newly promoted side. Yeah, they're they're, they're not out of it by but, any. But but look at Bournemouth. Like I said, twelve points. They played nine games. Three wins, three draws, yeah. three losses. Three losses against Arsenal, Liverpool, and City. Yeah, like <laughs> that ain't bad, is it? No, not at all. And, and could... you would take on before the start of the season, you would think, yeah, they're going to lose them three games anyway. Yeah. Let's write yeah. them off. So out of the six games they've technically played, yeah. bar them, they've got they've got twelve points, yeah. which is some going. They, it looks okay, but they don't like all the teams we'll talk about in a minute. But they just look so. They just look like what they should. They're newly promoted side. They're just scrapping. They just look awful. Like they're full of championship players. Yeah, just a lot of poor, poor players. And like I said, a caretaker manager, Gary Neal, hasn't been proven at any level or any any point in his, his coaching career. It's just yeah, they're definitely involved. I mean, I did have them to go down. I think they still might because I just think their squad is nowhere near good it, yeah. enough. But once it sort of gets to Christmas and that period's over and the new year, it could all be all be so different, so different. Mm. And then what, Fulham ninth? Fulham, yeah. So I didn't have Fulham to go down because I said Scott Parker will keep him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that in a parallel universe, that could happen, but it won't happen here. Um, I actually put Fulham down as my loser of the week last week yeah. because they got thumped 5-1 at home to Newcastle. Mm. Um, lost two on the bounce now. Because well. they didn't have... And Mitrovic got injured. They didn't have Mitrovic yeah. again. And, and they if, did have him at West Ham. They had, they had Vinicius playing. If yeah. Vinicius scores more oh. than three league goals this season, oh. give me a... Forfeit to do like yeah, that. yeah anything he's oh shambles. I saw him play at the weekend. I was thinking, well, whatever Fulham do, they're not they're not beating West Ham, are they? With him, well, I remember you had him, and then he went to Pierce. Pierce, we had him for two years on loan, and then they just the for second year they're like, no, we don't want him anymore. He's rubbish. Oh, like he's poor. He's Very just poor. a rubbish player. Fulham, I think they should have enough. If Mitrovic's injury isn't too bad, mm. then they I, should uh, yeah, have I, enough. I, I, I mean, I, I said yeah, I said Leeds, ball with Fulham, and. I don't know, yeah, again, Fulham, they're, they're ninth, they, it looks okay, but if you look at 
what they've done, two on the bounce they've lost. Mm. Three out of the last four they've lost, like without Mitrovic as well, like you're saying, they just they're just a poor another another poor side to add to the mix and Liverpool sat in tenth. Probably the favourites to go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so, isn't it? Yeah. But I'd say yeah, the only thing with that what the sides we've got here, Liverpool are the only anomaly in that that is just like a freak of nature, what's going on there, I don't know. What the team is sitting thirteenth? West Ham, we'll get on to them. They're, they've got their time. We'll, we'll get on to them. But yeah, Liverpool, the only anomaly. In, yeah, I just think they're similar to what, in a more extreme case, but similar to what happened with Spurs. And in that Spurs got to a Champions League final, had a for Tottenham, had a very intense season, and the following season just fell off the face of the earth. And Liverpool, I've got, I've got, I, had it, I think I've got it down here somewhere. Well, last year, yeah, sorry, last year they what finished second league, won the league cup, FA Cup, got to the Champions League final. Every single game they could have yeah, played, did absolutely everything. Were brilliant and are brilliant, and I think surely that has got to take something out of your players. And even the man you see Klopp in his interviews, he looks down, he looks sort of a bit defeated and sort of miserable, and he's not in the limelight as much, is he? They're they're not winning, they're not at the top, so he's mm-hmm. not he's not on Sky Sports News every other two minutes moaning about something. So yeah, I just think they've they've had that huge season last year and. With a terrible summer that they have, signed some, signed Arthur, got rid of Miley, one of their best players, and mm. yeah, I just think they're having a having a shocker. And Liverpool, are the only team in that in this bottom, what was it, sixteen, yeah. that have a positive goal difference yeah. of eight, which yeah. is because of because of, of the nine, nine nil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, they they are. I mean, they won't go down. They definitely won't go down, but. They won't. They just won't go down, will they? And the fact we're even talking about it is comical, but they just won't go down. You surely you don't think they would. No, of course they won't. I just find it funny that we've included them in yeah, this bottom yeah. 16. Yeah, they have every right to. They're awful. But, yeah, they're, they're again, another side in there. Brentford haven't won in three games. Just Brentford, yeah. Could be two lost in a draw. Could be gone a bit of a slippery slope recently. And ne- Yeah, and their next game, Brighton. So, again, another another example of another team involved, Everton. Brentford, just quickly on them, I think they're, they're a little bit like Fulham. Tony gets injured. Yeah. What they've got they no got, chance. Yeah. No chance. Well, obviously, they're, I think they'll probably just about stay up, but yeah. they they will lose a lot more games if he doesn't yeah. play. And Everton, we've got now, they're, they're the most in form in the last five. They're, they've done okay. They've been unbeaten, but they obviously lost against United and, and then he can go to Tottenham at the weekend and should and most likely lose at the weekend so that's two back-to-back losses like it just ha- it, yeah that this whole these whole group of teams and is at the Google Stadium <laughs> yeah, yeah the Google <laughs> the Google Tottenham Stadium <laughs> great name <laughs> but um, yeah they just yeah it's another side another example of just a poor poor team I think a few people would have had them going down but I think like we said I think there's probably worse yeah, teams yeah and that's it, that just is the main thing at the minute is there's there's going to be three worst teams in some of these sides, and that's going to that's going to help out massively. And yeah, West Ham that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Oh, they go down. West Ham, they so they've only ever been relegated once under GSB's ownership, and that was after like, six months of taking over. So it yeah. doesn't count because GSB are superb owners. Oh, two new Chelsea. Bama what? Bama who? Oh, getting right. too old for that front flip now. Well, I'll be speaking about Aubameyang in a bit later anyway, so. I've got a little <laughs> few words for a few words for the bloke. But yeah, West Ham. Ten po- uh is it ten? Ten from yeah. Ten points from nine games, West Ham. Ten not points. What they, not what they would have wanted. No, no, and not what you'd have thought they would be on, the way they go on. Ten points from nine games, West Ham. So just settle down. 
But they're slowly improving. Two wins out of two. I think once like we said, um, Skamaka and Paqueta and everyone start yeah. playing more games, um, they'll find some form. Yeah, they'll and they'll be that, easily top half. Did I ask a question earlier? Who will finish higher, West Ham or Newcastle? You, you didn't earlier, but I would say Newcastle. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what West Ham have done the last couple of seasons. They've just been the best of the rest. So all these sort of teams are going through now. West Ham have been on the top, and and they've sort Moyes has sorted a way out, and they've yeah they've just found themselves sort of creeping into that that top half and and being one of the better sides. But yeah, again another another team just awful at the minute, absolutely awful. Um, Leeds United. So Christ, Leeds. I had first <laughs> Leeds. episode one. I said Leeds yeah. are finishing rock bottom. Jesse March out, and that is definitely on the cards. Marsh is. Close as well if it if it carries on there. So oh, one so winning that game, six. That game at Palace. Oh my God, the game at Palace at the weekend couldn't be much worse. I don't think. Again, they haven't got a striker. A lot of a common theme with these teams that with Bamford missed a sit, didn't he? It could have been two 0 yeah. couldn't he? We, we, like the strikers they have, or when they lose their main man up front, they are they're stuffed. And Leeds are a perfect example of that. Leeds host the league leaders on Sunday. Yeah, no winning five for Leeds. Could be potential banana skin for Arsenal. But that is Never a, know. again with these sides. So Leeds plays Palace, and, or Palace played Leeds, or wherever you look at it. And <laughs> obviously, yeah, Palace fifteenth, so we'll include them. But they, when they play each other, they think, right? Oh, we got so Palace, for example. They they got right Leeds at home this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna do this and do this. We're gonna we're gonna play on the front foot. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pass the ball and do all this. But when they like Leeds, they'll play Arsenal at the weekend. Leeds will just sit back like against Chelsea and defend their lies. They'll fight, tackle. Chase after everything, but then when they go and play the likes of Southampton, Villa, Palace, mm. they think, "Oh right, we should get a winner. We need to go and do this, do that." No, no, carry on the way you've played or you want to play against the top sides, and do that against the other teams, and you'll pick up results. But yeah, it's just that they they just change their mentality and they think they they have the right to go and play a certain way when they play other teams. Just yeah, they're doing it all wrong because they got absolutely battered by Brentford, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, massively. And the last, like I said, the last game they won was against Chelsea. Yeah, they they won in five. Leeds mm. have won in five. It's awful. Um, Palace sitting fifteenth, and I think they've been really unlucky this season. Palace. Um, obviously, they played Arsenal first game of the season, and then they were two 0 up against Man City at half time and and lost that one. Could have beat Liverpool. Should have beaten or at least got a point against Chelsea last week. That was mm. just outrageous refereeing. Yeah. Um, but they've played eight games, and four of them have been Arsenal, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Yeah. Like. And like you said about Bourne, you'd, those four, you'd say you'd write them off show them like if we get two points from those games, we're over the moon and mm. yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's just another, it's just another poor side. Palace one win in five, one win in five games. I think I've, I've all the clubs we mentioned pretty much. They're another club that they ain't going down. They're too good to go down. No, you say yeah, you say that, and I know it's, it's ridiculous. Only nine, sort of eight, nine games in, but it's, it's like we said. Any of these teams could be in in the fight, or they are in the fight, and yeah, any point is so valuable. Mm. But then you just look at the club, clubs, Palace are directly around the four of them. Above them, Leeds, Villa, and Southampton. You'd have Palace way above any of them three. Yeah, you'd think they're better sides, and especially what's happening. Villa, Villa next side again. One win in five games. Steven Gerrard just and that the game last night. Wow, what a load of <laughs> rubbish days. Absolute what dross. a load of rubbish. Not being funny when you've got Ashley Young still playing, he's like 36 37. And I think he scored a cracking goal to be fair to him, but it just gives you no yeah. enthusiasm. And when you've got it's t- it's the typical Arsenal used to do it, and Spurs probably done the same. Yeah. When you've got these mercenaries playing for like Coutinho, yeah. Coutinho does not want to play for Aston Villa. No. 
He's only playing for you because you're paying him yeah, ridiculous amount six money, figures yeah. a week yeah. and no one else would. And he gets dragged off yesterday because he's basically cropped and can't run. He just mm. And I said that was going to happen with him when he come from Barcelona. But, yeah, just... Uh, just uh, You just think, like, what are these teams actually trying to achieve here? Like, and we'll get on to Forrest, but they're... I think it's quite a good thing what they did with Steve Coombe, giving him a new contract. That's probably the only positive thing you can talk about any of these sides, is that mm. that's what Forrest have done. And well, yeah, it's just Going from new contract to your mate, I think you want to have a few words on him, old Ralph, Ralph Hassel. Ralph, the fraud, I'm looking uh, at it right here, mate. Mess. They've lost five of their last six. Four in a trot. Yeah, four in a row. They got four Ar- in a row. They've got Arsenal in two weeks. Just Southampton. And they'll probably play us, or when they play us, when, they, when we go to Southampton, probably a really tough game, like I said, but... They're just yeah, just another poor, poor club with no no ambition. Hassel has been there, proved that he's not. He should have been no, sacked yeah. a long time ago. Proved that he's not of any level. It's just another another shocking. They could be one. I think could could potentially go down. Could slip in. Yeah, they're definitely in the in the fight, and yeah, they they all these teams. They've just got to take points off each other. But some of the games where they play each other is just awful to watch, mm. isn't it? And we're going through a team I didn't think would be anywhere near this position, but they are, are Wolves. I mean, they had a shocking end to last season, but this season, not been great. Three goals. One win this season so yeah. far. Wow. Again, nine games, three goals scored. Yeah. Like They were saying on Sky uh, that Arsenal would be the team you'd want to get a season ticket for. We could tell Wolves are the team you'd at least yeah, want to go with a season ticket down. for. Definitely. Wow, it's just... And it, like Chelsea, they, they, they pass around, they play some nice stuff, but... Just yeah, they got nothing going forward. No, you don't. You don't know if Wolves. You think, oh, we're gonna have a gonna struggle. We might concede, but uh, just a, yeah, shocking. And with Neto being out to after the World Cup, like yeah. he's probably their best player. And Costa coming in, he's what 33, 34 years old. Yes, yeah, what was, apparently yeah. he is, but he's yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who knows both. how old he is? Yeah. And then Forrest got the win. Uh, sorry, draw last night took him off the foot of the table, didn't they? They replaced Leicester. Mm. I mean, and then Forrest again, just another. Like that, again, that game last night was just embarrassing to watch, just awful. But Forrest, yes, they've backed Steve Coop, but in the summer they've signed just a total array of players, all ages, all abilities, all positions, and and they expect Steve Coop to go right first year in a Premier go sort us out. It's just, yeah. You'd be, I think if you're a Forest fan, you'd be gutted. You'd be absolutely gutted. Because it's funny, like I said, they've backed Steve Cooper with a contract, but yeah, you could argue they haven't backed him in the market. I know they've signed Ridic- 35, yeah. 40 players wherever yeah, they yeah. signed, so I'm just ridiculous. How many of them players does he actually want? Yeah. Like you said, imagine like the championship, winning the championship, well, they come playoffs, weren't they? Playoffs, through the, yeah, through the playoffs. All them players, like hardly any of them are up there. No, like, all, yeah, they changed the whole side, really. They've got a like, couple, obviously, but yeah. There's no, there's been no trust, no faith being put in any of those players, and they've got, and we'll talk about it, but it's just so annoying to see. Like, they do it all the time, those sort of clubs, but Forrest, they've got Steve Cook at the back. Why have they got Steve Cook centre half? That's not from Bournemouth last year. Because what? Because he's played a few times in the Premier. He's got experience and all that. Like, please, like, stop, stop well, doing that. Bought Aurier. Why have they bought Aurier? Aurier. But it's the same as Fulham. It's on that left back from PSG. Carl Wing Kang Zanga, yeah, whatever his name. Carl was it? Carl was a Carl's or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. just, just he's idiots. He just want money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, rubbish your football. Yeah. Well, obviously and they're it, very good, but they're just rubbish. Yeah. Like Premier League standards. Yeah, they're just not fussed. Like, and the same with Aurier. Like he's, I think I said the other day, but. He's not going to Forest. Going yes, I'm going to keep Forest. I want to play really well. He's he's getting a paycheck. He doesn't care if Forest finish twentieth or they finish ninth. He's that's totally irrelevant to the man. And the same with Lingard. It's all these players they've got. It's just yeah. Yeah, Lingard sums them up to a nutshell. Oh. He's just and that's, that, that was their first sort of marquee like big moment, and they've just throughout the summer and just 
they just went out of control, didn't they, and bought all sorts. So, mm. and then Le- Leicester bring up the rear. A Leicester, I think you said Leicester were gonna have a good season, didn't you? That, <laughs> no, that was my. Uh, oh, other, I'm joking, yeah. That was my other nap. Was um, Leicester? I didn't think they'd be right at the bottom going into what we're the tenth tenth game week, but. Yeah, I didn't think they'd have a good season at all. Bottom half was my prediction. But yeah, what one win, one draw, seven losses. And the the only, only thing with Leicester, sorry, is they've scored 15 goals. And that is the most out of all those, all yeah. those sort of Up drops. till Brentford, Brentford yeah. have scored a few. But, but yeah, Leicester, that's 15. That's more than Chelsea. Scored more than United and scored more than Brighton. But obviously, they're, they're leaking goals. So, yeah, they're just, again, they're just in a total mess, aren't they? Rodgers got a total basket case there. And this new defender they've signed looks like a... Um, Oh, you're going to use the FIFA term, excuse me, but um, the David Luiz regen. Oh, yeah, the weird... Uh, <laughs> he even uh, runs like him yeah, as well. Yeah. The goal, I think it was um, Billings' goal. He was chasing after him, I thought. It literally, it's just a carbon copy of David yeah. Luiz here. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it, Leicester? It's, um, They've just seemed to, Leicester seem to have lost their identity as yeah, a club. don't know what is going on. Obviously, no confidence and no faith in what they're doing, but... Losing Smichael was a strange one. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then... The defence is just like, where is all the defenders gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know they've lost um, Fafana. Yeah. yeah, they must have. But Evans seems to be out there in his own. Siunchi seems to have fallen right out of mm. favour. Mm. Um, and they've got, is it Vestergaard, the one who's at South? They don't even play him. He doesn't even get in squads. He's obviously, Rogers don't like him at all, but sure, he was at Southampton. He was okay, like a big, big, tall, uh, strong centre-half. But yeah, he's not involved at all, like you said, and... Yeah, they've got like seems like they've got like two or three players at the back every week. It's just I mean, yeah, Vardy must be like forty now. <laughs> yeah, and relying on him is yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, the only one who's playing well is is Madison. Yeah, um, who I've read this morning, not him, but Newcastle are going to go back in for him in January. Really? <laughs> Which um, they they if they had got him, he'd be he's like a nice. A real upgrade to what they've got, mm. and he, he then pushes. I think he then pushes Newcastle to another yeah, level, maybe, little, maybe from a maybe from a ninth to a sixth, yeah. something like that. Ninth to a seventh, like. And he might improve the likes of Bruno and players around him because they're yeah. thinking, right, Madison's coming. I've got to step my game. And he himself, if he went there, he's thinking, right, I'm now I'm at a, a good club. I've I've got to play well, and you could see a far better Madison. Yeah. And same with if Tielemans moved on. Not really seen it with Fafana yet, but. Well, he's out yeah, for a while, aren't he, Fafana? Yeah, he's, he's, had, he's had a shocker, hasn't he? But, yeah, Leicester, right down there. I don't know what he's going on. I'm sure Rodgers is racking, a, racking his brain, but... If I could give you... I'm not going to give you it, but if I could give you a free hit of your three that you changed... If you three you said, and you could give you one free hit to change, who would you change? Ooh, uh, I'd probably take Fulham out. I'd keep Leeds and Bournemouth, and... What, a place I, for Forrest? I would be... Yeah, I think Forrest are, are down. I think they're they're one of the... The certs. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? Would you change anything? Um, I'd replace Bournemouth. Um, don't know. I don't know. I've got, I put Bournemouth, Forest and Leeds. I want Leeds to go down. Oh, so I'm I'd, lo- I'd love Leeds. I'd love Leeds. Um, be so but Bournemouth, good. I don't know. The, the I, if I had to change one, I would change Bournemouth for... West Ham? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be, it would be actually Leicester or Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the current bottom three, I would not be disappointed at all. And for yes, me, it, it looks like a big team. I say, quite unquote, yeah. big team could go down. Well, Leicester won the league, and it? it's like yeah. when Blackburn went down. But yes, if it was my three to go down, then it'd be very different. But who I actually think will go down? I'd I'd swap out uh, uh, Fulham, like I said, sorry, and keep Forest in there. But um, yeah, I was going to say something. Sorry, 
Um, oh yeah, the Americans. Sorry, Leeds. And the Americans, if they got relegated, they'd be like, "What? <laughs> relegation? <laughs> What's that? We don't do relegation. <laughs> we don't MLS. do that in the MLS. Uh, we don't do that over there in America. We're franchises. Yeah, Jesse Marsh should still rock up at the Premier League conference, uh, press conference <laughs> talking about their next game. So uh, yeah, be, I'd love to see love to see Leeds go down. Bloody hell! Right. Well, if they lose against Arsenal, then who knows? They're on there. They'll be. They can win that win one game this week and then the rest of the lose, <laughs> that's fine. So moving on from teams that haven't done very well to players that have got into our team of the week. Right. I'll start this off. I wanted to make a special mention actually for this player. Yeah, this is um as you're gonna say, this is your little sort of yeah. moment, I think. So yeah, let you take yeah, the floor to I'll it. take the floor of this one. Um goalkeeper this week. Um so I've I've crucified this man for many Many reasons, and validly so, because he's been absolutely sh- shambolic since he signed for this club. He is the world's most expensive goalkeeper. Kepa Azbilalaga, or Azbilazaga, whatever, however you pronounce it. Kepa. Um, quietly, though, Mendy obviously got injured, got that brutal injury against West Ham. <laughs> when when Bowen absolutely m- mullied him, yeah. apparently. He hasn't played since. Still injured. Um, he's still injured. Well... This is the thing. He's, he is, I think he's been is. injured for two, been injured for two games, and he's actually been on the bench the last two games, Mendy. Now, so fair play to Potter. He's come in. Keeper's got two clean sheets. No shot. He's playing again tonight, I believe, is isn't it? he? Yeah, I think it's Kepa. Well, it comes round, um, or or it's soon a bit. But I think he's playing again tonight. He's played the last two games, two clean sheets against um, AC Milan and Wolves. Yeah, Kepa's in tonight. Um, no, no Mendy. He's just. Slowly gone about his job and yeah. fair play to the bloke because well, cause they, like I said, dude, Kepa came in originally, didn't he? As a number one, then he got sort of pushed that away from Mendy, and now he's back in again. So mm. yeah, and I don't think in the weekend he was outrageous. Wasn't no, I just thought it'd be a nice, yeah, nice little, little shout cheat. He's just he's he's doing all right, isn't he? He's I know he okay. listens to the pod, so yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's <laughs> I'm sure he's really happy when he when he's on his flight back to back to West London after tonight's <laughs> game. Yeah, well, again, not his clean sheet tonight. Probably he's going to get because. Yeah, Milan dross. Yeah, so yeah, Kepper in goal. First, you go. I'll go. I'll take the next one. You, first, you take the defence. Yeah, so we we've picked Cancelo and Ryan Session for the sort of back two, if you like. I think I haven't really spoke about Spurs game, but Session got man of match in the game itself. Um, clean sheet away from home. Came in, doesn't he? Plays a sort of he gets chops and change with Perisic. Doesn't consistently play, and I just think yeah, it was a pretty solid game. Was didn't do anything. Absolutely brilliant, didn't do anything terrible, just a, a solid game and what we would like to see really from He won man of the match though, didn't he? Yeah, they gave him yeah, man of the match that Sky day. Did, so. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he was good. He was just a nice solid performance. Cancelo, can't really argue that, can you four nil? What a goal. Yeah, really joke. Absolute joke. I mean the bloke plays left back, but does he yeah. like just he could he's, he's a right he back and he's the best left back in the world, so yeah, he's ridiculous. He's a joke. Um, he's a, I think he's he might have got player. he got an assist for um, Haaland's goal as well. Just yeah. whipped it with his left foot, yeah. even though he's right. He just yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. And so, and you sort of think, oh, left back like full backs are yes, they're important, but that can't really influence the game. But Cancelo showing you that he is as important, if not more important, than what some of the other City players like Haaland or whoever Foden and such like. So mm. yeah, brilliant, brilliant player. Um, so midfield we had Bruno Gramerez who got two goals for Newcastle. And Gabriel Martinelli, yes. midfield attack, whatever. Probably. Yeah, currently, really argue. Um, yeah. Bruno very well for Newcastle, and 
Funny enough, Sky, I didn't actually see the exact stats they were doing, but um, Sky did a little thing on Bruno. Apparently, he's the best number eight this season or for these stats, whatever. But yeah. he's a very impressive. He's a very good player. Um, Brazil international. And he's that's going to be the caliber of players Newcastle are going yeah, to be playing. And he's a, he was sort of an unknown when he, well, I'm sure clubs are aware, but to the general public, he's sort of an un- unknown. Yeah, he's a bit of an unknown and... Almost a bit of a risk, and yeah, he's obviously turned out quite well, and I think he's becoming a fan favourite up in Newcastle. Yeah, and then Gabriel Martinelli got a few things in him. I just thought he was Saka, maybe unlikely he did not get in, but yeah. he was absolutely outstanding. His energy levels is yeah. just a for joke. ninety minutes well, presses non-stop. Yeah. And my my most impressive thing was Liverpool hooked their whole entire right side for him, but Trent came off. Then they had to replace him with Gomez, who was more shored up. Then they had to take off um, Matip because he was yeah. getting roasted. Then they took off Salah and stuck Henderson right wing just to track him yeah. for the last 20 minutes. Henderson was just chasing shadows for him. And he got a goal and assist, Martinelli. And he was just, he, blokes just, this season, he's just yeah. real up to it. And yeah. I had to put him in. I said, literally, so just, as soon as I came out of the ground, first text, happens, you, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever happens, he's going in. No, he was good. And like, like on another day, Saka would probably get mentioned. But yeah, Martinelli was performed very well. Very well. And then for the striker, the we fans vote. The fans vote. We put between CR seven hundred <laughs> and do you want to say his name? Gianluca Scamacca. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the fans vote. Uh, I do think our fan base for the uh, Log Laws is heavily West Ham. Heavily West Ham. It must be. Yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to know the percentage. But it's <laughs> I got mean, I personally voted for CR seven. Um, yeah, my vote definitely went for Ronaldo as well, but yeah. And Skimaka I think we're the only two, because Skamaka won it by an absolute landslide, but no, fair play. Yeah. Um, Andy definitely sent it to all his family and friends. <laughs> please vote, please vote. Um, but no, he's got two and two now. Um, and he scored in Europe as well. Europe, I he? think West Ham look a far better team with him up front as a yeah. figurehead rather than Antonio. But so, you said it that week, didn't you? But it's just got to give him a go and we've signed Antonio him for a reason off the bench now like he's done his job just give Scamacca a go yeah and yeah just to recap the team Kepa Cancelo Sessegnon Grimerez Martinelli and Scamacca probably almost all round team for the first time in a while yeah. we've been struggling for yeah. for defenders and like a good side. we've actually just been playing a whole midfield recently um, right should we move on to the winner loser of the week yeah let's go for it do you want to start us off I'll start with my my, my winner go on then. um my winner is, drum roll, <laughs> Phil Jagielka. It's <laughs> not a name I would thought I'd ever hear in the bunker. So, Phil Jagielka became the oldest player to score in the championship since Kevin Phillips in 2014 at 40 years and 52 days. Bloody hell. So, he now plays for Stoke and he scored against Sheffield United, who are his, like, team. Boyer club. Boyer club. Yeah. Is he um, still centre half or is he? Yeah, like in goal or something. Or oh, sweeper. We used to be. He, he was like a goalkeeper. Didn't he? he did like it, goal, didn't he? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Warnock never used to pick a goalkeeper on the bench. Yeah, cause he yeah. had him because they had big feel. And once actually, there was a story. Arsenal played Sheffield United. I think that was like 2006. Um, and Paddy Kenny came off injured in like the yeah. Jagger went in goal. Jagger went in goal and kept a clean sheet yeah. against Henri Van Persie, <laughs> Adebayor. <laughs> that has got to be Fabregas. He was great. But that was just like, like that was. Prime like Arsenal yeah, band just yeah. like Jagielka clean sheet. Um, is is Jagielka, um is what is he now? Is he fully a player? Is he a coach or fully a player still? What the That's Stoke, yeah. That Centre half. What means because he scored against Sheffield United, which is a nice little thing for him. Yeah. 
He's now scored in Sheffield United matches. Because that's obviously in his yeah. teens, his 20s, his 30s <laughs> and his <laughs> 40s. That is quality. <laughs> Did he so, celebrate or not? Uh, I don't know. Did he show to respect? <laughs> 40 years old, that is incredible. 40 years old in 50 years I hope he did a knee slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, took his top off. Uh, and you know, in like the arguably the toughest league in the world yeah, exactly, as well. Yeah. He's 40 years old, still... Still doing bits in the championship. Yeah, yeah shout I like out it. To Phil Jagielka. <laughs> Did he? Does he play or was that was that yeah, like a one plays. off? <laughs> he plays. Quite was a he lot. thrown on the end like a curveball? No, like. he starts. He starts most games. I mean, Stoke are dying now, but yeah, he yeah. plays. I like it. <laughs> um, my winner. I've gone for. You actually sent me a video. I saw it myself, but yeah, Paul Smith from Leighton Orient. He's a midfielder. I think he plays on the left. Might sort of support the striker, but scored a red kick. Uh, put them one all up. Went, they went on to draw the game, sadly, 1-0. But, um, yeah, they they uh, they drew 1-0 and he, he scored an overhead kick. And I think it was, what, penalty spot maybe? Just what an overhead kick oh, as well. joke, yeah. He, he, I saw an interview, he, um, he spoke about it after. He said, yeah, I took a terrible touch, but I just thought, oh, sod it. I'm going for the overhead <laughs> kick and, and it came off. As and, you yeah, do. What a finish. Just, yeah, really acrobatic. Smashed over his right foot. Yeah, winner of the week for Paul Smith from yeah, Leighton Orient. Wonderful goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Very good. Um, so loser of the week I had two I'm going to quickly skate over one I had my original one because um, I've got a, I've got a more in depth one but it was the um, it was Rio I don't know how you pronounce it Rio Aver goalkeeper versus Benfica I don't know if you saw the I've not seen this um, he basically had a back pass which his first touch has taken him into the goal <laughs> it's horrific <laughs> oh, I'll send horrific. you the link later like, I wish we could show it on, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the video but that's why I didn't I, it was horrific at first but I wrote that was my first note but my actual lose of the week, it's annoying that he has just scored, is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah, I'm interested to know. So, I don't know if you saw the video that's been circling around it yeah, online. Yeah, well, he's in a hotel. He's in a, a jeweller's in Barcelona yeah. To, yeah. Uh, just after he'd lost, uh, lost, left Arsenal. Mm. Slagging off my man, Big Mikel. <laughs> and he was saying, uh, Mikel can't handle big players and big characters. He can't deal with it. All he needs is just needs some young players who don't say anything and do what he says. Um, and it just it just screams like... Gandhi is skinned, isn't it? No, but it's just... <laughs> what are you talking about, mate? Yeah. You're, you were... Like, yeah. You're a big... You're, what is a big player and a big character? Does that mean you... Does that mean he has to put up with you because you're late to training? Yeah, yeah. You put no effort in the games. You don't track back. You don't press. It just oh, he has to put up with you because you're... Because you're... A Because yeah. you're a Bamiang or because yeah. you've got your, your Ferraris and stuff. Yeah. And it's like... There's another. There was another thing came out earlier about Arsenal. Since Arteta has been in charge, it's called 54 goals and players under 21s. No, t- what these young players are good. Mm. Martinelli, Saka might go on to have better careers than you. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, Abamian has been a fantastic player. And I he don't. He just take, screams of a, a just, petulant child. Just, just he just grabbed. Been put, yeah, his nose been put out of place yeah. by Arteta. He's been shoved off, and he's like you said, like, oh, Abamian, how, how can you do that? But he's he's gone off to another team, another country, and. Exactly what it, that video was—just a little moaning child yeah. talking loads of rubbish behind when, someone's back. When Ozil left and when Guendouzi left, they—they they, Arteta, right now he's been there through three years now. He knows a wanker when he sees yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like it'll give you a little bit of a chance, but as soon as you piss him off, yeah. you won't plan for him anymore. Like on paper, yes, Aubameyang scores lots of goals. He's, he has played at some of the top European clubs and done it in most leagues. But yeah, what like Arteta's probably. Been for it, seen seen a lot more than what we'll ever know, and mm. and it's not just Arteta. Like look no. at look at Man City and look at Liverpool, for example, the two best teams the last five years. Mm. 
do they have any big players and big characters no. that the banner's just gone out? No, no, because mm. they all abide by the rules. City, you got put City, get rid of them if they want to go right. See, you're done. Yeah, look at the look at um, Liverpool's front three, for example. Salah, Firmino, and Mane yeah. for the last five years. Yeah. They've all been pressing merchants. They all track back. Yeah. They all run. I know Salah's probably been a bit lazy the last twelve months, but them them two, up and down the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the big character, big players. It's just, oh, it just screams grow up, mate. Yeah, it's just yeah. He's, he's exactly what I said. Like, he's been found out, and he's got the ump, and he wants to have a little moan about it. And it's not Arteta's fault. You and for some reason, some idiot is recording it, and the whole world now knows. Like, yeah. and he did some silly tweet yesterday about how he was oh, a I bit saw angry that. Yeah, at the time, that. but and he wishes the club all the best, apart from yeah. November the ninth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> grow up. Just stop. Yeah, just stop. But yeah, he's just slightly one home for Chelsea, but. No, good, good one. My loser of the week, I had one. I'm not going to even talk about it. I said I was going to go on about VAR refereeing England, but I can't be bothered, to be honest. It's just too much. Just winds you up too much. So I've quickly changed it in my mind just sitting here. And I'm going to go for, from last week's Champions League fixtures, the Marseille home to Frank... No, <laughs> no, Sporting Lisbon, sorry. And it was empty ground because of what Marseille and Frankfurt had done the week before. There was like maybe 100, 150 Sporting fans there. And I'm going to go for the Sporting Lisbon goalkeeper because I don't know if you saw it, Tate, or anyone that's listening has seen it. But So they were 1-0 up within the first minute. They were on top. It looked like great start, whatever. The goalies then got involved. He's basically give them the first goal, boots it off Sanchez. Alex Sanchez deflected straight in the goal. Second goal, he's like tried to clip it over his, his own back four into his fullback or whatever it was. Go straight to them, like literally might as well kick it along the floor, go, yep, there you go, Marseille, have another goal. So, yep, 2-1 two, two, now to Marseille. And then the ball gets played forward. This is all within like 15, 20 minutes. The ball get, then gets played through. Keeper comes run, charging out, blatantly stops it with his hand, gets sent off. So the goalie, I don't know if he must be match, fi- match fixing or he must have lots and lots of money on them to lose. And he gets sent off within 20, 25 minutes, the game's done. So, yeah, I can't remember his name. Don't know we watched it, it here, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, of course, we watched it here last week. And, yeah, that bloke, whoever he is, that he's the loser of the week by far. Absolute shocker, isn't it? Yeah, terrible. Terrible week for uh, that goalie. Right, before we um, end things, we'll just we'll finalise on the, on the trivia question. Yeah, your teaser. So, Ronaldo scored his 700th club goal at the weekend. But which team has he scored the most goals against? Two, oh. po- two points up for stake here. Up for stake, up for grabs. The team and the amount of goals. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I like you. We're going through some. I don't don't necessarily know. I'm, I'm going to say I don't know it for definite. But I sort of in my back of my mind, I've, I went through some stats there. I went through some information, whatever. And I came across one, and in my head, for some reason. I've got a Spanish side. Is it sp- so? It's a Spanish side. Yes. And my guess, and one and only guess, I can't because I go through all more. It's not fair. But my one and only guess is Seville. Correct. Is it? Yeah. Guess it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Come on. C. Have that, Harry. C. Have that. See. See. That's Mike. See. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Get in. Have that, Harry. Oh. Harry, have that. Shut off. Oh, scenes. Right. Get in. For one more. One more point. Come on. How many goals? How many goals? Oh, God. Don't breathe. 20. Oh, I'm going to be only one out, I reckon. I'm going to go 20. 
two. <sighs> is it more? It's more, isn't it? It's more. It's gone. More. 27. Oh. 25 league goals yeah, and two, two cup. In the cup. Oh. I knew I... Not, I'm, I didn't necessarily go and look for this stat, but I saw something like Seville. I had all the Spanish, they were all, the, all the Spanish clubs, and uh, I don't know. It was either, for me. It was either Seville or Espanol for some reason, but yeah, love it. Get in. Well done, mate. Well done. Get in there. Was it ten episodes of three? Ten yeah. episodes. We got. We got one we're in the back end. on. We're back on four now. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yeah. Right. That pretty Cheers, much. That's Danny. a nice, lovely ending to the um, to the pod. Yeah. And um, yeah. Well. Yeah, well, episode 13 is done. Yeah, and thank you for um, everyone who has left a comment on the Apple um, yeah. podcast. We yeah. are slowly but surely putting videos on YouTube. It yeah. does take a while, so be, wa- it's be quite hard, bear with us. And if, yeah, that might be you prefer listening or watching whatever on, on that, yeah, so that's absolutely fine. We're so just putting our backlog on there just so you can like, subscribe, yeah. comment on them. It's just nice to, to hear feedback from yeah. old episodes or whatever. Yeah, and if you can continue to still comment on Apple Music give us five stars yeah. or whatever and yeah like we said appreciate keep it. talking to us about it we love I just, obviously we love talking about football we love talking about the podcast and people saying things to improve on or bad good things whatever it is so yeah and if yeah just yeah keep keep sharing it keep talking to people about it talk to us about it and yeah we're really enjoying it so thank you yeah thank you everyone that's listening yeah right. and we'll we'll be back next week exactly right. lots of football to talk about so episode 14 is incoming Stay loyal.